retarded, bro. <laughs> You're fucking retarded, bro. Yo, that's just fucking alarm. This is a good ass fucking show, man. Mm-hmm. They need a couple mm-hmm. more seasons, bro. That shit's never gonna die. I think they're gonna give the Simpsons a run for their money. I mean, they're gonna try, but we'll see. No, I think they'll be. They'll stick around. They're not gonna be as. I'll say this because they took a break. Technically, they did take a break, and then they got re- then it was a then they got the budget for it, and they started up again. I was that was a long break too. Bro. It was like a six year break. And keep in mind, sisters kept on going. So mm-hmm. be a while. this mad. There's like fucking ninety seven seasons of the Simpsons, but it would be a. The Simpsons been on since TV been remember. in color. Yo, like, facts. I, I can remember. Like. <laughs> since the eighties, bro. Yeah. Shit's older than all three of us. Hell yeah. The Simpsons. Just That's a testimony, show. yo. That's a testimony to that show, man. Mm-hmm. Ain't never gonna die. That's the longest freaking animated show ever. Mm-hmm. That's just wild, bro. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. We're live, though. Oh, so. sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we it was it was worth it. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Hell yeah. It was definitely worth it. it. We it are passion. back, <laughs> ladies and germs. You motherfucker. You mother suckers. Episode 205 of the pregame podcast. My name is Ole, your host, here with my two lovely co-hosts, uh, Bree Bree and Thompson, a.k.a. Limits, a.k.a. DJ Incredible. Bree Bree, you know her, a.k.a. is Bree Bree with the shoulders, Bristol Soldier, a.k.a. because <laughs> DJ, you know what I'm saying? We here, goddammit. How y'all feeling? How's everybody? How's your week? Let's get right into the check-in. Right into the check-in. What we, what we doing? What we doing? What we doing? <laughs> oh, word? Yo, we can do that. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Motherfucker, so. Right. I mean, right. yeah, yeah, you and her, you and her. Yeah. I'm going first. I'm going first. <laughs> Nigga, you're trash. What are you doing? He didn't even do it. He went. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. This nigga was the public speaker, cuz. All right, she went. So, she, you go, what do you want? You last? I go last. <laughs> I go last. <laughs> fucking hate that, motherfucker. All right, That's so. That's what I want to do. I'll go first. Check in. Um, solid week, short week. Shout, shout out to MLK. Had a three-day weekend last weekend, which was great. Um, got an opportunity to head out for the first time in a long time with my brother across the table from me. And we went to uh went to a local well, it's not a local spot. It's local, but it's not Providence local. Went to uh Hollywood Lounge, chilled with some of the Brodies over there, saw a couple people that we knew. Ended up seeing an old friend. Well, an old an old acquaintance who was no longer an acquaintance. Um, and halfway into me noticing that that person was in the building, I knew he was going to be there too, by the way. Like, I knew he was going to be there because the young lady whose birthday was promoted on the flyer is a really close friend with this person. So I knew he was going to be there. It was just a matter of when and what my reaction was going to be when I, when I saw him. But... The way that it happened was super smooth. I was having a conversation with Thompson and, and Nice and one other person, my boy Tick, was kind of like my cousin. And we were talking like about football, family shit, all kinds of stuff. And then his best friend, my my OG, my other OG, Tef, walks up to me, gives me dap, gives me a hug, says he misses me, loves me, I love him, I love you back, bro. Like, so I love, it's always love. Um, And, you know, he wanted to ask me about the situation and I was just like, man, just tell, just tell dude, like, it's always going to be love. It is what it is. But he got to come. Like, if he wants me, if him, if he wants him and I to be cool again, he has to apologize. Straight like that. Like, mm. he accused me of some shit. That was some sucker shit on his part. And I just don't respect it. You know what I'm saying? We can move past it, but I'm not going to be the one to go up to him and be like, yo, what's going on? And that's exactly where I left it. And we, him and I had our own conversation. I checked in on his family. 
because he got two sons and got a wife and a house and shit like that. He said everybody was healthy, everyone's good, staying away from COVID. And that was that. And that was before I knew that he was there. I told him, if you see him, like, let him know that it's all love, like, ain't no problems or whatever. But I just, I'm not fucking with him until he apologizes. Point blank. And so, like, five minutes after that, I see him. And I see him, and he, I know he felt me see him. Like, he didn't see me, but he knew somebody was looking at him, and he knew it was me because he was looking at me when I was talking to him, unbeknownst to me. I didn't realize that until after. But he stood as close as he could to me and Thompson without saying nothing to any of us because he didn't want to make it awkward. But, like, he stood next to us for a good 25 minutes. He was there with, like, two. No, he was close no, enough his, to. His peripheral was right there. So he could he, see he, me. She knew exactly where we. He was standing right <laughs> next to me. He was, I'm standing here talking to Thompson. Thompson sitting down because he was, like, playing with his braces. And then the nicest right there. You said that like it was a new toy. braces. And then my nigga Tick is right there. And um, he's like right over there, like right in the corner. Like that's how close he was because he was standing next to the bar with some two random little African niggas, like little by librarian gremlins that I don't know. And and then my other, and his other, his best friend, my boy, that walked up to me. And they were there for a minute, bruh. Like, a minute. Then the birthday girl came up. I gave her a hug. She said, happy birthday. She said, thank you, Ali. She was like, she smoked my cigarettes. And then her boyfriend also came up and dapped me up. Because that's my boy, too. He's, like, a really good, really, like, wholehearted dude. But that was it. Like, there was no there was no interaction with me and this individual at all. Um, And I kind of wasn't mad about it. I was just mm-hmm. like, it is what it is. Like, this is what, this is what it's going to feel like. To be out and to see me out and you can't dap me up. But you know... Everybody that I know and everybody you know fucks with me and you don't fuck with me. And the niggas that are around me, it's not that they won't dap him up, but they're not going to go out of their way to. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, because this is the second time I've seen him out. Like, he, he was at a, last year for New Year's Eve, we went to, um, what the fuck is it called? I was with you, bro. Damn, what the fuck right. is it called? We, we went there with old girl when I was talking to Sarah. The fuck is the name of the spot? It used to be Cuban Revolution. What? Troop. Troop. We went to Troop. We went to Troop. And he saw, and he dapped up Isaac. He dapped up my brother. Like, But he didn't dap me up. I was with Lice and Corey. I was with Los. I was mm-hmm. with my brother. And he dapped up them dudes. And they were behind me. But like, he kept, he stayed all the way in the back of the line. And he knew not to come talk to me. Because at, th- at that point, I would have fought this nigga. Like, I would have fought him off GP. Because I was still hot. But now, I don't care. I just say out of mind. It is what it is. He did some clown shit. People do clown things. You can, you're allowed to make a mistake. Just own up to it. Accountability is un, effective communication, honest communication, accountability, fucking, that shit leads to trust and loyalty. If you can't yeah. give me those two things, you gotta be, you gotta take 15 fucking steps back. Like, <laughs> I don't want you knowing in. If you're not gonna be honest and effective in the way that you communicate, and if you're not gonna fucking um, just like be open and honest and, and have the ability to take the constructive criticism and own your shit, fuck am I with you? Like, why the fuck are you and my friend? Like, I don't have time for that, especially when you're accusing me of something that you did to me that I let go. Mm. Didn't even mention it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, bruh. Like, I need an apology. You you swallow your fucking ego, and one of these days, if you have the balls to, you apologize to me, and I'll, and I'll bury the hatchet. But until then, it's not fuck you. But I don't care anything about you. Like, I don't want anything bad to happen to you. But, like, go ahead and live your life, nigga. And I'm going to live mine. Right, and that's you. it. I'm going to get you Ivanka's jacket. I mean, not Ivanka. Is that her name? Ivanka Trump? 
She knew what she was doing, bro. Ooh, oh, Give boy. me your cup. I'm, I'm still good, bro. Are you still good? Yeah, I'm still you're good. Trying to, you're trying to keep it light. I see. I see you. Looking very Spike Lee-ish this evening. I'm trying, bro. This <laughs> nigga look like he, <laughs> <laughs> look like he, bought, like he wrote. He bought the right and direct the all-black film <laughs> on his iPhone. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> hey, man. It, it, is, it, is, it is very much giving me direct advice. Yeah, he look like an independent black well, filmmaker. Like the hat back, glasses, braces, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying, bro. It's not even the braces, it's the way you're holding your face. Holding my face. Yeah, because we can't see the braces, but it's the Mm -hmm. way he's holding his face like he's in deep thought. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nigga definitely trying to give us intellectual vibes. Mm. Man, if you don't get your Bernstein bears reading that, one one fish, two fish, three fish, not black. Is it me? Yeah, it's you. My turn. Um, My check in was good, man. Um, I said my check in, excuse me. My week was good. I apologize. My week was good. Went by pretty fast. You know what I mean? I shouted, I'm okay for the day off. Work was work per usual. Um, unfortunately, uh, there was a break-in at a uh, residency down my street. So my mom's was kind of like edgy and whatnot. So Pops made a decision to beef up security at the resi- uh, the households, i.e. did the ring lights, security cameras, and all that extra stuff. Personally, I felt like he should have been doing it because you're doing people's taxes and you have people's vital information. I mean, yeah. But at the same token, he's he's been taking precautionary you know, where he always locks up the office. Everything's locked up. File cabinets locked up. Everything's locked up. But for peace of mind for her, happy wife, happy life, he decided to go above and beyond, which I understood. So I was like, all right, cool. So it's pretty dope. Like the fact that I can tune in my phone right now and see like what the hell's going on on my street or like backyard and all that extra shit. So it's pretty smooth. Um, speaking of accountability. Mm. Got a little, uh, since Brie is a female and my partner in crime is male, I would like to bring up something to the table. Oh, shit. About accountability. Oh, shit. So there was this young tenderoni. Mm. Hold on, let me, let me adjust, make sure I'm sitting <laughs> Because I want to know that if, if she's right, she's right. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I, I have no problem. We both was like, all right. I have no problem with you. <laughs> like, this shit get good. <laughs> Just getting, just getting in a comfortable it's position, live. brother. Just it's getting in a comfortable Who am I going to burn now? <laughs> no, I mean, so there was a young tenderoni. She had a little situation that me and her was taught. We started off cool, copacetic. Um, I had interest in her cousin. Keep in mind, I never pursued her cousin. I just said, you know, your cousin's cute, da-da-da. She's attractive. Like, I had this little baby crush when I mean, we was, like, you know, back in the day. But, like, you know, she's, she's dope. Like, if I had an opportunity, you know, I would have relations with her. But I never capitalized that. I never snuck in her DMs. I never shot my shot. Who it was did just, you tell this to? I told this to her. This is the, the, oh. the, the, the colleague. Or I will say colleague in a professional manner. I told her. And I was like, yo, like, your cousin's cute, da 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 And she was like, all right, cool. She never played matchmaker. She just charged it to the game, to my knowledge. Obviously, I know by default she probably went to her cousin, but guess who's failing you? Nah, 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 nah. All this extra stuff. And yeah, women love doing that. Like, oh, he's feeling you. Da, da, da. But at the time being, she was already dealing. That I got a response that she was already dealing with somebody. So it was like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, if she's dealing with somebody, I'm not gonna step on toes. I'm not gonna. I don't know what to do from home to wall. And I'm living a better life. I'm not. I'm not a homewrecker. Sometimes come back. So yeah, and I and I, I let it out. I let it out to to her specifically, the colleague. 
years down the line, me and his colleague, we got a little close. She disclosed to me some personal information. We started talking and it started a little, little, little baby flirting. And coincidentally, leaving this podcast, it deviated. I shot my shot. I said, yo, what's up? And who? The cousin? No, the colleague. The colleague. Okay. Shot my shot. So she's like, oh, you're lit. I said, I'm not lit. You know if I'm lit. I'm being raw right now. This is me just being 100,000 with you versus 100 with you. So she was like, all right, cool. She charges it, she charges it to the bank. Keep going. <laughs> so and so, we fast forward. I know how she gets. She's the type of person she likes to sit on it and let it marinate. Two days later, she has me with a text message. Hey, you busy? I was like, all right, I know where this is going to. Now nah, I'm telling what's up. Y'all, when you get the chance, can you give me a call or FaceTime me? We FaceTimed each other. And, um, no, excuse me. We we FaceTimed each other. And she was like, oh, I'm at the mall. I don't know you should come to the mall, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know what? I'll link up with you at the mall because I got to make returns anyways. Because it's prior to uh, a little bit. I want to say, yeah, a little bit prior to after Christmas. Because I used the gift card and like what I, what I got. So I was like, you know what? Let me swap it up something different. Linked up with her in the mall. We started chopping it up. And as I was proceeding to drive her to her residency, that's when she came up to me. She was like, I want to touch up on our conversation. I was like, why, what's up? She was like, I felt like you was kind of lit. And you were saying some things that you didn't really mean. I was like, nah, being 100 with you, I know what I said. And I can repeat it back to you. Like, what's up? She was like, nah, like, I don't know. You don't feel that crazy? I'm like, what's so crazy about me shooting my shot? We're both adults. It's rather you say no, and I keep it pushing. Or it's you say yes, you want to explore it. She obviously, she straight up told me, was like, yo, I just want to be friends. I said, all right, cool. I am going to give you what you want. But like her, she likes to think on it. She likes to process it. She didn't leave it alone. I don't know. I just find it crazy. Like, how the heck are you going to try to shoot your shot when you already told me about my about my cousin and all this extra stuff? But I'm like, well, I never So pursued. it was the cousin. No, no, no. The cousin... No, the person she's the she's the, the friend. Acquaintance. She's the cousin. She's the cousin of the of the one that you want to shoot your shot at. But she's also a colleague. No, the yeah. colleague. She's I the shot person my... he told yeah. that he would shoot his shot at her cousin. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. So I told her. I said, "Yo," but I was. I told her. I said, "How am I in the wrong?" Because she was like, "You're not taking accountable for your actions." I was like, "What's there to take accountable for when all I disclosed to you was that your cousin was attractive? That was it." You didn't say, "Yo, she bad. Put me on." I didn't say nothing of that nature. You just said she's cute. That's it. You didn't say put oh, me you on. Said That's she it. Was cute. That's it. You never asked to get put on. No. You didn't okay. say she's bad. You said she was cute. I said she was bad, cute. Well, bad, what, cute. What exactly said, did you say? That matters. Did you say what's good with her? No, I didn't even say what's up with her. You that didn't say it. what's good with her. I just said what's and up. I said. Walk well, us through me. the conversation. Excuse me. Walk us through the conversation. Yeah. When you when you when you a lot when you um informed the colleague mm. that her cousin was a cutie. Mm. What did you say specifically? Don't fucking no, leave I'm not gonna, out I'm any not gonna, details. No. Don't leave out any details. I just told her, I said, yo, she's cute. This, that, I was like, yo, like from back of the dead, I did try to like see what's up with her. But I didn't, put, excuse me, not see what's up with her. But I was timid to shoot my shot with her mm-hmm. because I felt like she was in a caliber that I couldn't shoot my shot with. Yeah, differently. Now, man, she was in a different ball league. I said, well, if I had, I told her verbatim, if I had an opportunity, I almost did take advantage of it. She never took that piece of information and tried to put me on with her cousin. All she said was that her cousin was talking to somebody else immediately. So you said if you had an opportunity to get with her, you would take it. Yeah. To her, to your colleague. To the cousin. To the cousin who was also your colleague. Yes. Who you then shot my shot with the colleague directly. How long? How long? Like how long later? After this was this was like at least a year ago, bro. 
When you shot your shot? <laughs> shot my shot with who? With the, the colleague? Oh, when you... When the you, cousin. When you, when you the was cousin. When I was the cousin. itching the cousin, it was about a year ago. Exactly. A year ago. Got you. And you shot your you shot your <laughs> shot with the with co-worker yes. like two, three weeks ago. Yes. And she hit you back when you was on the pod here. Yes. I hit her up. I yeah. was like, yo. Yo, what's up? What's up? So, got you. I'm and, not going first. Am I am I am I in the wrong? I wouldn't say that you're in the wrong, but I understand why she's hesitant to like. I understand why she's confused, um, because you 100 percent implied that you would get with her cousin if you had the chance. A year ago, it doesn't matter. Your mind your mind hasn't I changed. She was gonna say it's three years ago. You said no. like a year ago. You start off with months. No, it's like a year ago. Yeah, yeah about a year ago. Yeah. So and, and nigga, twenty twenty was only a month. ago. No, not like twenty twenty, <laughs> not twenty twenty, but like a year before that. So my apologies. So like twenty nineteen. Yes. Even still, bro. Like she knows <laughs> that if you had the opportunity, you'll have sex with her cousin. Like, but that's the crazy cousin. part about it. I cut up because. I linked now there was a setting where we celebrated my colleague's birthday. The cousin was there. The cousin informed me that her birthday was coming up and that she was traveling and they need a fourth. It was an open invite. She was like, our fourth backed out. If you're down, if you have the time, do you want to come? Bread. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you want to come? I told her I said I'll let her know. But I responded back. I was like, you know, I can't. Why because it was just too last minute? Not even that. I honestly could have made it happen, but it was more so like now I would give her the impression of say like I right, now I'm really trying to pursue your cousin. Now I mean, rather if her cousin's still dealing with old boy or if she's single. Stop. Stop. Yeah, yeah, wait, a wait, wait a second. Wait, what are you talking second. about? How what? the fuck? Listen, we just asked you. You said we asked you about you want saying that you wanted to smash the cousin. You said yes. I could have. No, I'm not saying I could have. I That's what you said. Didn't he say I could have? And then you proceeded to tell us. No, I'm not saying. I, yeah, wait, I said I could have because of the let trip. Me, Yes, yes. But, but what makes you think on that trip he was going to smash? I don't know, shit. Anything that happens on the trip, happens on the trip. What was the trip? DR. Oh, yeah, he's probably going to fuck. But this is, <laughs> so this is the cu- this is the cousin that you wanted. The, this is the, the initial person I wanted was her. Why, yes, why didn't and you she's the one. Cousin? Why didn't I shoot my shot with her? It was because she was already in, she was already in a situation. That's who I didn't bother. What stopped you from going on the trip? What stopped me on the, the trip? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't want the cousin no more. Like, don't get me wrong, the cousin's cute, but, nah, I don't want the cousin. The one that you were, like, fiending over? Yeah. And she's just her now? She's not that much. What happened? Was she have a kid or something? Nah, I just lost interest, You know how regular... <laughs> it can happen. It you know how regular... Nah. It's a regular nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> regular niggas be wild. Nah, I, yo, no cool. cap. Bro, I, I literally lost interest. Yo, why'd you say nigga? Like, yo. Because I was like, nigga. <laughs> I lost interest. That's real shit. Niggas I literally. That is real shit. Yeah, yeah, that's no, it's real shit. Yeah. And you recognize real nigga shit, so I had to address that. No, nah, it's, it's real shit. <laughs> it's real shit, but I just, I honestly lost interest, yo. Like, because she you cool. played around? Nah, not even. I just lost interest. It was just over time. I so, just lost so interest with her. This is a key part. What's up? This is very key. What's up? Did you have this type of conversation with her? What, the cousin? Did you explain that I'm not interested in you? I did. I did. I told her, I was like, yo, I'm not interested in your cousin. I'm interested in you. So, did you say that? Because in her mind, I'm going to give a female perspective. Go ahead. I I gave it. Um, So, what it it looks like in her mind is like, Mm -hmm. for some reason, you couldn't get her cousin and she's second best. That is the Mm -hmm. first message that is sent to her. Thousand percent. Okay. Very first message. Okay. So. And that doesn't feel good. It but, doesn't feel good at all. I know she wants me. Hold on, hold on. She can want she you all she wants, but she wants her pride even more. If she feeling like she's second fiddle and she's a, she's gonna be 
um, someone, something for you to do to pass the time, she can bypass that in a second to, then, to cement herself worth. So, so I have a question for you. So then, if you ask me to be your friend and I give you being a friend, why you feel salty? Because she's conflicted, nigga. That's not my problem. It is. It's not my problem. You're the, confl- the conflict. You're responsible. I'll, I'll take you're the conflation. That's 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 now. It. Should yeah. I take accountability for my? Am I wrong for not taking accountability for my actions? Nigga, you are the conflict. You are the reason why she's acting the way that she's acting. She's confused. Okay. So what should I do? That's what means when say. You what should I? What should? What should I? What should Sweet, I do? He, he doesn't know that <laughs> responsible and you are the conflict mean that he's accountable. You didn't get that. Part. I did get it. But, I caught it, bastard. <laughs> I have a dad. He lives in Seacom. But uh, I caught it. Got in an old movie theater. But, uh, <laughs> old movie theater. If you actually want her, there's a lot of work you're gonna have to put in in order to get her. The question is, are you? Do you like her that much? Nah, he just wants to have sex. All right then, leave it alone. Yeah, he wants to be a. If she, if she, the thing is, right now, what she's showing you is that she likes you more than you like her. I wouldn't even go down that road. It's dangerous. <laughs> Word to sour. <laughs> Word to sour. What? How do you? How do you? How do you? What Yo, I be makes, killing her. No, nah. <laughs> she gonna listen and be like, I'm like gonna "Why? Why she saying my name like that? Oh my god!" So why? What? In, in a female's perspective, why are you stating that? That like she is feeling me. Why like, am I stating that? Because yes. I think. Um, <laughs> First of all, um, <laughs> when Brittany does that face and, Yo, and scoffs, I, bro, I'm nigga, ready for it. When, when, when Bristol Soldier does the scoff, <laughs> he in trouble, nigga. That was no, I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, she scoffed. She mm-hmm. would want. She looks at you as someone who is in a relation, who she wants to be in a relationship with, mm-hmm. or else she wouldn't be hurt by the fact that you talked about her cousin. Mm-hmm. That's just blatantly it. Mm-hmm. She would. I I would bet money she didn't even tell her cousin the same way you relayed the message to her cousin. Mm-hmm. If she told, if she if told her she at told, all, look. if she told her at all, mm. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if she didn't tell her cousin at all because she probably was like, "Nah, nigga, no, I met you first. I like you. I'm attracted to you. You're mine." Mm. What possessive so like you, that? If you feel like you can be her friend, be her friend. But no, because <laughs> you express interest in her sexually. Mm. She might, in her mind, think that she can persuade you to something different. Mm. Don't get into it. Yeah. Don't do it. Just play. Just yo, keep your distance. Step back. If you're gonna be a friend, be a fucking friend, and that's yeah. the fuck it. Yeah. Bro. There will be no late nights. There will be no late night phone calls. I don't gotta talk to you. Every when this night. gets in your bloodstream, <laughs> thank you. Don't be, don't be texting her, bro. Don't, listen, you do that. Mm-hmm. And you're asking for someone to, to, you're asking basically to hurt her. This is what I, if you get do this mm-hmm. and you can say 100% you don't want a relationship with her, you're voluntarily hurting her and that makes you trash. Mm. 100%. I agree. I agree with Brie Brie. Mm. Okay. So, yes, nigga, take accountability for your actions and your words and your implications. Because I, I feel things. like that's what it all boils down to. You don't like her as much as she likes you. You see her as you just. She's cool. You, you want to hit? I'm saying I can uh, hit. I want to destroy her insides, man. That's and she knows that. She feels that. That's why she's like, why? Why the sudden change of change of heart? Like what? What the fuck? Nah, bro. Just go back on the Tinder app. Keep swiping right. You'll find <laughs> you'll find something else to occupy your time, nigga. Yeah, that's that's honesty. That's full. 
All honesty, I no, I respect it. And she's she's it. looking at you as a fuckboy, but her initial attraction to to you won't let her say, "Get the fuck out my face completely." That's why she wants to. Be Are these women black, Asian, black? They're black women. You know, yeah. was a black woman. Yeah. I mean, he Kay like Ver- not Kay Verde, he's Native American. American. Kay Verde and Native American. Are they my cousins? <laughs> like, what the fuck? No cap. I actually <laughs> had to do a little bit of research. Nah, no, no. Make relation. sure they weren't related to you the sure? Brittos. I'm positive. Carvalho's. You sure? I'm positive. What's their last name? Tell me off the off it. Yeah. Uh, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Mouth diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Not, not for nothing. I found out that my, I found out that homegirl that showed you earlier was my cousin. Get the fuck out of here. After. I went to her grandmother's house. And he was Whoa, like, that shit's who? Crazy, man. Yeah, what? But I mean, my cousin. <laughs> to to that point, and I know we have to move on. Yeah, but to maybe that, we have to, to do our check. Yeah, but but to that point, honestly, I don't blame it because it's Rhode Island, bro. Like, and Rhode Island is just like one big mesh and pop. No, this is where Cape Verde has decided to settle. That's the that's the, the fucking here in Boston. <laughs> Not Brockton. Brockton, there we go. Brockton. Brockton. Sorry, I know. Brockton's I, I know right over the line of Rhode Island. Rhode Island's small enough to make an impact. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, certain family members can pass, others can't, but it's cool. <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> Gotta do a BCI check to the fullest. Like, nah, we need to do a DNA test. Make sure. I don't care what last name you got. Mm-mm. Make sure. Uh, my mom talks about the fact that I got cousins who's blonde hair, blue eyed. That's a possibility. I mean, shoot, cup. your second cousin, uh, Sage. She got what, like green eyes, and she's light, 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 light. She's white. She white. She's <laughs> white biracial child. Her mm-hmm. and her sister. Mm-hmm. I have white people in my family, man. Like, and, and that's why it's like, yo, well, who you, who you can? <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget this. I'm sorry. I know you have to be checking. I'll never forget this. This motherfucker did a family fucking function yearly. This is before, way before COVID. This nigga said, yo, came up to me. He was like, yo, I'm pissed, man. I'm like, why are you pissed? He's like, yo, last year when I went to my family reunion, it was cool, all that. Next year I see my motherfucking little kids running around and shit. I'm like, who kid is this? No, it's, that's your cousin over here. Like, yo, where the fuck you have this kid? Like, yo, bro, like, motherfuckers be popping out kids left and right. I can only imagine your family reunion. <laughs> God damn. I, I can only imagine. <laughs> yo, your uncle alone has seven of them. Bruh. He got, he got all sons. My uncle alone? He got five. He got, he got seven <laughs> kids. Listen. Jesus Christ. And, and yes. he's a granddad. The nigga's only like 44. Like, Wait, I mean, how is that? Yes. What the fuck? His daughter has a kid, bro, and she's like three. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Yo>. Or four. <laughs> this nigga is a grandfather. He's a grandfather at like 45. That's like, he's not 45. He's older than that? There's no fucking way my uncle's 45. 47. <laughs> like two I'm, I'm gonna mind my business anyway. I'm sorry. Mind your check business check 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 Hey, everyone, quiet down. Bristol Soldier's about to give us a poem. <laughs> like, you put your lighters up. What's, what's funny is I wrote a poem. Congrats. Um, oh, what, are we gonna hear from it? From what I hear, it was a good one. I mean, I could pull it out later. But I'm, I'm actually gonna make it into my first YouTube video of. Okay, so don't, don't share it here. Then share for that. Um, but yeah. uh it was a decent week, you know? It felt like this week at work felt a lot better than previous weeks, probably because of the conversation that I referenced last episode, but it really felt like um, I was... What's the word I'm looking for? It really felt like I felt more comfortable, like I had just first started the job. Mm. You know, when you first start a job and you know you're meant to do that job? Yeah. And it's like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm, I'm like, mm-hmm. 
Had that co- that that conversation with your boss put you in a different space, huh? Yes. So mm. even when I go into Brush classrooms, I see teachers receiving me differently, mm. and I don't know if it's because of what I'm putting out or any other reason, but I see them receiving me differently. It's probably both. So when I when I approach certain situations, it's like I don't have to worry about you talking behind my I'm, back, thinking I'm coming at you because I'm not mm. coming at you, and it seems like they finally it finally clicked that like. Yo, we're here for the same reasons. We're on a team. We're here to to change the motherfucking world. Facts. And I can't do it by myself. You can't do it by yourself. Feedback is a gift. Accept it. And know that I'm willing to accept it as well. Mm. Um, So. It's big. My my week, I just pretty much was like coasting. Yep. Like, it's Tuesday. It's Wednesday. Oh, shit. It's Thursday. Damn, it's Friday. <laughs> so sure. I did a little bit of a activity with the kids. Sometimes I do it during lunch where they can just come and just like be a space like during lunch where they can just be. We'll play games. Um, we'll do um, different types of things. So today we did a, a guessing game with a kind of like 21 questions where the person has to describe what they're doing and the first person to type it. We did over Zoom. So the first person to type it in the chat gets the point. Dope. And we invited teachers. We had a couple students. I would have had more, but I started late because I talked too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, the teacher actually won. So now I got to recruit more students because at least if we had more students, she wouldn't have been able to get so many points. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We got like split it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm just excited because the teachers who participated were excited. And I felt like it was a space for them to understand that they're human and these kids are human. Mm. So let's have some fun. Mm. Um, other than that, um, I spent most of the weekend after we wrapped like, with my brother. And we had a good time. We, we did a whole lot of stuff. Um, and I spent a whole lot of time with him at his house or in other places and just, we had a ball. Um, shout out to my brother and shout out to my oldest brother cause his birthday's today. Yeah. Happy um, birthday, King. He ain't gonna hear this cause he don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> he don't want to hear me talking like this. Um, <laughs> Aww, you getting mushy around your brother? Oh no! Actually, my oldest brother—he probably will be able to stomach a little bit of this. Mm-hmm. And then be like, "Oh, hear that fucking shit!" Oh shit, damn. Because <laughs> my brother's like, you see, you see my other brother mm-hmm. when he came here. Mm-hmm. My brothers don't want to hear shit about me being an actual person. My brother will say it all the time, "I'm not." Kind of toxic relationship it's is mad, that? It's mad toxic. This is mad toxic. They don't want to hear shit about me being an actual person. Let me explain why. Because not my job and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but it's me being an actual person and that. Like, you know, I might be romantically involved in men, with mm-hmm. men. So they don't want to hear that shit because they go, well, my sister, last time we left, one of them have a girl, a boyfriend. Um, she came home with two kids. We're not doing it. Yeah, man, it's like Oh, interesting. That makes sense. Uh-huh. I see. I see. The circle of life. You're the, so you're the princess. Mm-hmm. Princess? Yeah, the princess. No. They got to protect you at all costs. Facts. Uh, but there's yeah. more than one of y'all, one of your sisters, you and your other sister. Yeah, there's a couple of your sisters that don't have I mean, children. You got to think about the 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 household. Yeah, because there's more siblings, but there's only two in the household. household yeah, gotcha. Okay. So it's like, but I mean, they're okay with it. They as much as they don't want to be as comfortable with it, they're okay with it. 
Um, cause my brothers, me and my brothers have conversations all the time. Yeah, but it took me a while to accept that my, with my sister. Yeah, right. it's it's like weird, Please, but if you may. what I was saying is like you know it's the first week of January. I feel so encouraged mm-hmm. by the change in this country's leadership. <laughs> Thanks, sir. That I feel like nothing can go wrong. Well, everything can go wrong, but nothing can go too wrong to where I lose this feeling of positivity towards how far we've come. Mm-hmm. But I think that's also needed. Be honest with you, either or, bro. Pick your poison. Um, no, I mean, like, no, I, pick I, your poison. <laughs> <laughs> awesome shit. But nah, I, I mean, because I, I struggle with that, having an older sister than me, and like, even trying to talk to her about this whole sex thing, because like, I got a brother that's eight years older than me, so for him, it was just like, keep in mind, which he met my brother. My brother's a nigga, so he's going to keep I it. Met, I met your whole very, family. <laughs> very, very fucking direct. My sister's direct to some degree. Oh, I got a family full of niggas. Where the chaos? Yeah, but it, it, bro, <laughs> but it's like, damn, dog. Yo, like, if take I'm coming the phone to you, away. But it's the truth, though. Honestly, like to kind of go to your older sibling and talk about sex is like, all right, cool. Like I rather go to my sibling than my parents because yeah. God forbid, first generation West African parents. Oh, sex? No, uh, marriage. That's it. You you go to school when you graduate, you marry, and that's it. But I got a date. No, no, no. You don't date. You you go to school, you get your degree, and you marry. That's it. Simple. A to fucking yeah. degree, and that's it, and that's it. That's straight like that. Because yeah. if, like, if you end up t- like taking like a girlfriend when you're in high school and you're a teenager, no, oh. and you have an African parent, they just For so what? rude, nigga. For what? <laughs> I don't like that. But she's she's cool. She's educated. What what's she studying? Mm-hmm. Oh well, she's not gonna go to college. <gasps> she's not going to college. What is she going to do for life? Dog, what my She wants to be no, a failure in life. No, you know what's crazy? I don't want any I, failure I did, in my household. I did not know that. African parents mm-hmm. seem to love me. No, they no issue. Like you fuck around and be a girlfriend of one of their sons. I have. Facts. Oh shit. Nah. It's, it's one of those Dog, things. when they found out my father found out about Sophie, he said Oh, so you like the Oriental girls, huh? Yo, it's not. It's this not nigga said Oriental. It's they haven't said that since the, the 70s. But it's not. He said, That's a slur. Yeah, yeah. He said, Oh, so you like the Oriental it's, girls, huh? Why do you like them Oriental girls? The it's Orientals. Not he said, it's not You like massages, huh? Like, this nigga was being mad. This was bad. Like, yo, yo, pops, you need to relax. I'll break your hip, nigga. I will break common. your hip. It's not common. Why you keep threatening people's hips? But it's, it's the truth, though. Old niggas be talking like they can't get their hips broke, yeah. and I don't like that. It's like, not common. I won't break it your took, hip, Dad. It took a minute for my mom to accept the fact that me and my brother was not going to date any African girl. Like, and, like, she's still, to this day, she may not see it publicly. Internally, she thinks that my sister's going to get married to an African man. It's not possible. It's not going to happen. It may, don't get me wrong, but the, the chance of it is very slim. She's probably going to do it. Like, she probably going to marry Like, my mom, my mom Bruh. is probably lighter than that chair right there. This one right here. Yeah. And I don't think I could ever bring home a white man. I mean, why would you want to? I don't want to. Yo, if you started so dating white people, we're jumping no, what? that nigga. No, but You're that's why. Why? But why, though? Why can't she get away with white She brings a white boy to this pod. I'm going to set it up. My I'm going to set her is, up. Tell her right now what she, she shouldn't do. Why can't she bring Why because can't she Because Bri is too fucking intelligent. She's too important. She's too valuable and she can't to waste she... all of her chocolatey, melanin-y goodness on this vanilla wafer. It's not happening, bro. I'm gonna beat that nigga's ass with these fists right here. <laughs> Sober. 
will beat his fucking ass. You're a pacifist. <laughs> Yo. No, not when it comes to that shit. Bruh. Oh my Nigga, God. I just watched One Night in Miami. I, I got, oh, there's, a, there's, there's, there's a little pun in there, yeah, too. I'm gonna, I, got, we're gonna get I to got heat for these white motherfuckers. We're going we to get into that. We're going to get into no, it. We're going to get into it later. But all right, nah, here's my thing. You, we, do you, we all know. All right, my question is, do you see... She's not even attracted to pink beans. So I'm like, can I ask her the question? Damn. Damn, shit. Let it be on record. I'm going to shut up for five minutes. I'm sorry. Now y'all talk. Shut up for five minutes. Do you find white men attractive? I don't. You don't. And it's not even like a race thing for me. It's mm-hmm. just like I I haven't seen um, a white it's, man that yeah, I'm it's like not in your it's not your diet. Yeah, to. not in your diet. That's the same, sh- bro. I hate my brother. We actually had this conversation the other day to piggyback off that. My brother, so my brother's closest friend is DJ Franchise. DJ Franchise. Used to scrutinize me that I didn't deal with a white person. Till this day, 31 years old, about to be 32. Till this day, I've had to deal with a white Don't man. Don't put me in oh, a woman, excuse me. Because I cussed him out. He, but, here. but Pete, Pete, so there was like, um, how come you didn't deal with a white chick? I was like, yo, honestly, I like, I don't, you know, some of them are cute, some of them, I don't really find them appealing. It's like objectively, yeah. I can say that you're attractive by, by conventional standards. That's it. That's it. But I don't see anything past that. So we actually had to break it down for my brother because. Me and my brother went to the same middle school, Roger Williams. Keep in mind, we're eight years apart. You told us the story last week. You do realize that. Right? No, I know, but I'm just saying. Right. Did, did I tell you yeah, what my brother, yeah. his, his diet, yeah, his diet is his, his girl, what, baby mom, wife, now Irish. Is Irish. And you said that you went to a public, you went to the yeah. middle, you went to LaSalle. But it's you like, yo, that's, that's, that you can't blame her for that. Listen, but at the same token. Thing, I, I don't have anything against white men, and I don't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't but, say. Yeah, what's the button? I wouldn't say. <laughs> what's the button? But. say that I, I, I am against dating white men. Mm. I don't say that. However, mm. I'm just, I just have never been attracted. Even though the ones that they say is like sexiest man alive and this is, this, I just can't. Chet, See, H- Chet Hanks doesn't do it for you? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she don't even know what Chet Hanks is. The Tom Hanks' son, who does the, 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 the Jamaican the voice. Yo, that's how I was fucking yeah. dying. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that nigga. Wong, wong, baby boy. Uh, <laughs> yo, like, wait, what? What? What's what? Is, that face. Um, oh shit. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That was catchy. That was dope. That was dope. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, I can, like, I, I can say he's conventionally attractive. It's just not like when I envision my future, when I envision the person that I spend the rest of my life with, they're melanated. And it's just always been my view. Mm-hmm. So like now, I don't. It's not that I'm completely writing off white dudes. I know there's a lot of good white dudes out here, and I, and I have a lot of people that I know that have dated white men. I have people in my family who are like married to to white people, and it's like I have nothing against you. I'm just really not attracted to you. Okay, but well, you know, yeah. that, I'm gonna die. You gonna marry a black king? My life, <laughs> my, my, my life's vision is not so clear. But when I think about who I want to spend the rest of my life with, they, it, they have they have a lot of melanin in them. Melanin dominant or melanin? What? Melanin dominant, i.e. by some of my complexion, or melanin, just like your complexion or lighter. Good question. <laughs> my complexion is darker. Okay. 
You're not a, you're see, not a, you see where I was going right Yeah, here. yeah, you're not a Taurus. Right. You know what you're checking? No shades of light-skinned men. Just fuck them niggas. Like, fuck Except them niggas. For <laughs> Except for light-skinned Corey. Fuck them niggas. <laughs> I'm all set. Overall, it was a pretty calm week. I enjoyed it. And here we are. It's all the right. weekend again. I'm blessed. Word. Word to Big Bird, Kermit. Alright, so first and foremost, before we get into our first official topic of the evening, rest in peace to MLB and baseball legend Hank Aaron died today of old age, 86 years of age. Can I say nothing more from that man? Broke the color barrier in the MLB and man, fucking home run king. (laughs) Like the first one. Like it's always us. That that, that man lived a full life. Yeah, full life. I I will not. Me personally, I refuse to mourn anyone who has been able to live a full life Same. and has gotten to the point where their value of life is deteriorating because their time is is, is yeah, absolutely gone. yeah. But if you hit if you hit eighty, I'm not shed like I'll shed tears, but it's not going to be. <laughs> I can't believe it's so young. People really be trying to get that off when niggas is over sixty. Like no, sixty years is not a long over time to live. 60. Yeah, sixty years is a long time <laughs> what to live. The hell? I'm dead serious. That's a long time. Like if my mama, if my mama croaked before seventy, I'll be super sad because that's my mama. But if did, if I lose an aunt or a great uncle, listen, you've been able to create kids, have a legacy, and you are forever embedded in the hearts of everybody whose souls you've ever touched. Like Hank Aaron is, his legacy is undeniable. Like he's he's good. So rest in peace, King. Rest in paradise. I hope your spirit is peaceful as fuck. Um, first official topic of the night versus Keisha Cole versus Ashanti. <laughs> Finally, we got that shit. It happened. It went down last night, January 21st, 2021. Off the rip, I'm coming in hot. Keisha Cole loses points for being late. Mm. That's that's when I'm that's, that's when I'm starting. She was late. Ashanti was sitting there by herself for a few minutes. I don't know why. I don't know what Keisha was doing. But she loses points for being late. That's number one. Number two, for me, overall, <laughs> there were no winners. It was a tie. Ashanti brought that shit, bruh. Like, low-key. First off, I forgot that the South Side was a song that she was on. Mm-hmm. If that just me. I was first of all, I was very upset that Keisha Cole didn't play Superstar. Listen, uh, there was, was a shit. couple joints that... First off, why did Keisha look like she didn't want to be there? Let's talk about that. Hold on. Yo, she, there was a whole lot there. No, there I, was shade flying back and forth. And when you made that post about it being classier than Brady and Monica, that's yeah, some fucking nah, bullshit. Nah, no, that's not. It's not. Cap. It's not cap. Nah, that's cap. cap. A lot of the shit that Keisha was saying, uh, Shanti. What's on your head? That was cap. A cap. That's, that's cap. cap. No, <laughs> a lot of shit that Keisha was saying felt like she was upset. That Ashanti was doing as well as she was, so may- maybe both of y'all are right in the fact that it was it was she, but that's not she... Ashanti's fault. Like that Keisha didn't come prepared. She didn't want to be I'm, it. I'm Wait, not surprised. You didn't catch the shade of the Brandy and Monica battle. Yeah, but I'm not a woman. I'm not paying attention to all that shit. <laughs> nah, there was some. There was some good. So there was some shade. There was some shade in the Brandy. There was some shade in Brandy and Monica. But with there this was one particular. I yeah. think Keisha went into some shit prior to yeah. and she brought the two to the fucking verse. Yes. That and that's why I'm not that's why I'm discounting what she's saying because she thinks it was addressed to Ashanti and it was for her. Clearly Keisha Cole did not want to be there because she was dealing with some fuck shit. And when OT Genesis came out and I gave did, her a hug, I didn't fucking I didn't fucking they've been fucking for a little bit. 
You got But Keisha got that nigga ugly. Keisha's wow. kids are I don't know if it's the first or the second kid. I think second, Keisha's kids. Her first kids with Booby Yeah, alright, cool, boom. But I think honestly she was dealing with some fuck shit and she brought the fuck shit to the verses. Her whole attitude in the very beginning before she oh, I'm going first, I'm going first, alright, fuck it. They ain't wearing this this god for that six. corset. Lord have mercy. Them titties are incredible, bro. You know bro, I'm a titty in, guy. Immaculate. I could never be a, a ass dude. First of all, anymore. Uh, like I don't know if you saw Ashanti stand up, but them thighs, man. And when she turned she's around, she's got the yams. Bro, oh my and she's dating bum ass motherfucking Jonah Lucas, bro. It don't matter. Of all niggas, you tonguing down Jonah Lucas. That nigga's from Lawrence, Massachusetts. I don't matter. That shit's bigger than Providence and just and twice as poor. He is wow. A, he is the real MVP in my eyes. Because of course, because he, he he's clapping, he's clapping them cheeks regularly. But um yes, so Keisha didn't want to be there, and so what you're saying is while I'm saying while I'm going to uh, push back and say that I don't disagree, I don't agree, but I don't disagree, and I think that there was something deeper at at, at hand that Keisha obviously isn't gonna fucking mention on the verses. Well, this is and this is something whole... I debated last night because I was seeing a lot of like, you know. Keisha bought that hood chick mentality. 100%. Oh, and yeah, as much as Ashanti talks about she's bought that life, she don't have the same hood chick mentality that Keisha Because she has. called her out a couple times during the verses. She did. Mm-hmm. She called her out in the hood chick. what shit. way? Just more like, so like little subtle shit. I'm like, All right, I'm, I'm going to go first, this and third, blah, blah, blah. Like, just little like catty comments and whatnot. But Ashanti kept it classy. Know what I mean? She was yeah. like, right, let me hop on my phone real quick. Yo, y- y'all don't understand. I'm a pacifist. You said it two minutes ago. You said, I'm a pacifist. I respect the motherfucker who ignores that. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You go first. It's a it's a celebration. Well, she kept it positive. That's that's the reason why Ashanti got my respect because Ashanti I feel like has a better understanding of the industry mm-hmm. than Keisha Cole. Does. But yeah, and but Keisha Cole had but, way more hits. No, but the crazy part, Ashanti started early. She started at sixteen. Yeah, so but that's she wasn't like, popping until she. Was yeah, but out. she she knows the industry. She knows yeah. how how to work it. But she's also it. a better. Like and she's from Long Island. She's a mm-hmm. she's a she's a better per, she's not she's not a better person. She just understands. It's now, not Kisiko, even that she just understands. was raised by a crackhead. Yeah, fast. Back yeah, back. true. There's I differences. Mean, yeah, Frank, her mom is her fast. manager. Frank, yeah, Frankie is not Kisha her manager. Would never, anymore. never Frank, trust Frankie with money. Yeah, yeah, Frankie is not her manager. Yeah, but um, yeah, like Ashanti was just she was just classy, bro. Like, and she. A she, lot. She threw a lot of shade too. Yo, once Ashanti <laughs> said I got an extra bag from Ciroc, she was like, "I didn't get no bag." Oh, I don't know. I did. I got a check from from Ciroc. Oh, when Ashanti said that, yes, yeah, bro, like, yo, that's your caliber. See why you fucking up? She and, pulled out the Biggie and the Pop versus nigga, bro. I was like, yeah, I forgot Keisha, about those. Keisha Keisha flex. Flex, yeah. yeah, I know. I said, I forgot about those. Mm-hmm. Her DJ, yo, the DJs are always the real MVP in these verses. Mm-hmm. Gets, they be starting fucking trouble, bro. When it gets spicy, <laughs> when they start going at it, because I seen the, I see the friction, obviously. And yeah, Keisha, was, yeah. Keisha didn't want to be there. She was already frustrated. Ot came out and gave, like, put his face on her face and. It looked like he visibly pissed her off. Put yeah. his face on her face. But it's the truth. He pissed her, pissed her off. He pissed her she off. knew she had to keep the smile. Just like there's plenty of times in this industry. If you watch the verses again, Ashanti was heated. But she, she tried to force that smile. Exactly. Yeah. And she, she, went, on her, she went on her phone a couple times. But I appreciate times. that. She put the mask on. Yeah. She put. She went on the phone a couple times. was like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm going to let you do your same piece. In the meantime, Keisha Cole's making fun of her boobs. Bruh. Did you see that? That shit. 
What did she say? I thought it was a Here's what happened. I got drunk. I was thinking about 2007. I ain't no cat. Ashanti was doing her song, playing her song for the round. And in the meantime, um, Keisha Cole like adjusted her dress mm-hmm. and then was like, um, you saw her mouth. Um, I saw Ashanti. That's what I saw for, for a fact. Mm-hmm. And she was like this. And then the other person was laughing and she busted out laughing. And she's like, but these like, all right. And then she sat down. Mm-hmm. You th- you take that as a shanty shit. See, you be reading, you be watching the verses just to point out drama and things that aren't there. But it's read. always gonna be drama, especially. Man, but, I didn't see that shit. No, but at the same time, because of Shanti, there was there was drama, but there was a little bit of shade. But Shanti handled herself well like enough, a, like a straight thug. Well enough to say, all right, cool. I came here because well, I want, I want I'm the vibes. I think that's the setup of the verses. They pick someone who's gonna go low. They Look at Gucci and fucking Young Jeezy. Thank you, Bruh I don't care if someone were to shoot you dead, God forbid the bad. Nigga, I am not gonna sit here and do a versus battle with you. I'm shooting you dead. You wanna talk about my partner? Listen. In front of me? And expect me. No, yes, extend the olive branch. I I'll do it publicly. Privately, I'm getting you hit. You you caught a lick on my that's hands. Why you trying to get a lick on me? Listen, that's an L for GZ twice because he is the one who called the hit. Thank you. And his boy got killed. I'm good in, man. A, in the attempt of the hit. I'm so good, bro. that tells that tells him that gives him two lessons. One, violence isn't the answer, my brother. Because mm. when you two when you choose violence, you're only gonna get violence back. Mm. You sent your boy out to kill Gucci. He killed your Gucci. Killed your boy. Mm. That is your fault. That lives on your conscience for the rest of your life. And number two, you'll never do that shit again. So why is why why wouldn't I accept the versus battle? You're the two OGs of Atlanta. You're the two niggas who started in the early two thousands, with the exception of Tip, and y'all made it to the point where both of y'all niggas is rich, rich, rich. One nigga actually went to jail for several years and still made money. Money was still coming mm-hmm. in. He got he had tracks that were still slapping in the club. We was in level two, comma, all these, all these spots. Bitch mm-hmm. was still dancing the Gucci records while this nigga was locked up for like five years. Mm-hmm. He gets out, first thing he's first track he's on is a fucking Kanye track. Only a legend, only a nigga who is worthy of that type of fucking exposure mm-hmm. can get put on a track like Champions with Big Sean, Two Chains, Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kid Quavo? Are you fucking kidding me? You get out and that's the first shit you're on? Come on, bro. Like, so, yeah, you can sit there and talk about how you killed my homie and all of this shit and play the song. All that shit is cute. At the end of the day, though, bro, I'm still standing. I put a hit on you, you killed my nigga, and I'm I'm sitting in my scorpion chair literally 10 feet away from you, bro. So who's the sucker? Who's really the thug? Who's really the gangster? Like, when I think about that shit, when I I look at it and, and, like, Gucci, after a while, it gets corny. Like, when you're being so tough, off your phone, nigga. Off your phone. It's off your phone, nigga. Put it in your titties. <laughs> but after a while, all that thug shit is corny. Because it's like, yo, you're fishing for this nigga to respond now. Can you just play the music? Yeah, but I and because he just... focused on trying to get a rise out of Jeezy, he lost the fucking battle. It was supposed to be closer than it was. Nigga lost like 16 rounds to four. Uh-huh. Yeah, because only playing, idiots playing diss tracks. That's why, yeah, and he was playing old shit. Yeah. And only only idiots who listen to that stupid like nigga. Only niggas from down south would say Gucci won. He lost sixteen <laughs> rounds because he was trying to get this nigga Jeezy to respond. And so the the speech that he gave at the end, Jeezy, while I still call him a hypocrite, 
for feeding us all of that bullshit for years mm-hmm. and then posting that picture of his son graduating from high school mm-hmm. and how proud he is, da 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 da. Wait, you had a problem with that picture? I had a problem uh-huh, with it. Let's talk about it. I had a problem Why? with it. I had a problem. I still have a problem with it. Why? Because unless you're going to apologize for the content that you put out, you shouldn't be sitting there saying, listen, listen, listen. You get a whole, 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 whole. Unless you're going to apologize for the content that both of them niggas put out killed a lot of black men. So now we get to, uh, we got to, I'm going to clap for you and your son because your son did the right thing because you made money and got out the hood. Like, no, it's, that's not how that shit works, bro. Like you literally, your music caused mad sons to kill each other. And now I'm going to pat you on the back because now your son grew up, had millions of dollars, had all of these resources. You got out, he got out, he graduated, you didn't. No, I'm not fucking praising you for that. Well, let me let I'm me. not praising you for that, Bree. Okay. And I don't, I don't I really don't even want to hear a response because you're gonna say oh, I'm I'm giving my response regardless. You can, but I'm not gonna listen to it. It's not gonna sway my opinion well, in any it, way. It's okay. Um, my my perception of, of this is this. Music in itself is an expression of a certain person's reality. Mm-hmm. It's not a fucking guide. It's not about what you should do. It's an expression of what a person's reality was or currently is. I can't be mad at Jeezy for having his son want more. He didn't say in his lyrics, go out and be a thug, go out and do this. This is what you have to do. This is this. He expressed... He did not say that either. He expressed what his reality was. And he talked about what he was still doing. Exactly. He's expressing what his reality was. What he was still doing. For people who choose to follow that, that's their fucking business. But he didn't tell somebody... To do it. So to be mad at him for his son, him posting a picture of his son graduating is bullshit to me because you should want more. That That's the whole reason why we get his so should, His son stuck. should want more. His son should want more. But don't don't post him and say you're so proud of him and all of this shit why can't when he you be did proud? all that dirt. Why no, can't he be proud? because you have to be accountable for the lives that you that you that you've caused to lose, nigga. Mm. That's it. Like, you, I don't want to hear that. You, you, if you're talking about the lives he caused to lose, you have to talk about the lives that he directly had a hand in. After the fact. And I'm all not, I'm saying I'm not, is... I'm not going to talk about people listening to his fact. music and choosing to do what they wanted to do. That's fine. That's you. That's not me. When, you, when you're an artist and you're only talking about that, that is your content. You were the snowman, nigga. You had motherfuckers... 13 years old, when don't even know what's called. Co- ain't never seen cocaine, cocaine wearing a snowman shirt, not understanding that it's about selling cocaine. You got niggas out here literally trying to break into the cocaine game in high school so they can make bread. And they're getting shot, they're getting fucking stabbed, they're getting robbed at gunpoint, pistol whip, all that shit. And now, because seven, 18 years later, your son, who grew up super privileged because of all the money you made talking about the content that was your reality, no one's denying that. That was your reality. That was the life that you was living. You can say that he wasn't glorifying it and he was just making his art. And I will I will agree with that. And I'll say that that's fine. At the end of the day, though, there were, there were thousands of lives lost in Atlanta. Like, the fucking Migos, them niggas don't exist without Gucci's content and without fucking Jeezy's content and without Tip's content. But with, what do you see? what do you see Jeezy actively doing to give back and pay it forward? Nothing. He's a. He, he tells you himself, "Yo, man, I own the. I own one of the hottest tequilas in the in the world for for eight years before oh, I sold it. I'm um, real real estate, real estate, yeah. real estate, real estate, real estate. Tip had the same content, but what does Tip do? He pays exactly. it forward. He gives yeah. back. That's the difference. So I respect Tip. You did what you did. You did your dirt, but you got 19 motherfucking kids. All your kids know exactly who you were, exactly who you are now, 
and what you're trying to do to make things better. Killer Mike, same thing. Yeah. Three Stacks, same thing. Big Boy, same thing. Hove, same thing. So, so like, what's missing from Jeezy? He's there is no accountability. There's, there's no, no accountability. There's no let me let me atone for my sins. That's all I'm asking. And it's not even you're saying all that bullshit. Accountability. Own what you did, and then same I can shit. let whatever. But like you, you he hasn't done that. He hasn't done that. He hasn't. He hasn't. But he hasn't done that. But that, to me, that's that. than saying that his lyrics, because of his lyrics and the lyrics that he used, we can't be happy for his son graduating college. No, I'm saying that I'm because of the the fucking content of his lyrics and what what that shit exposes, what that shit is reminding niggas of what the reality is when you live in the hood. You can't do all that and then say, hey, my son's graduating. I'm so proud of him. Nigga, there's no, mad people that no, don't they, have their sons no more because no, of you. Yeah, no, dang all you. So what are you doing son. to give back? Like, we don't hear about Jeezy well, giving back. I don't understand. Why is it because of him? Because if people listen to music, like, I don't understand why it's the artist. The artist responsibility, it's an artist's responsibility, right? To share their work, to share their art. If I wrote a poem about suicide and people committed suicide, you will come to me and say, Yo, where I have you been, Riri? Niggas What's did that, that with XX Tentacion. Yeah. With Triple X. Niggas do that all the time. But here's the specific thing that I'm talking to you about. You have a platform. If I make, if I did poetry that did that, you wouldn't be as critical as you are. I would if you were fucking Amanda Gorman. And we'll talk about her later. 1,000. Nigga, what are you talking about? Absolutely. If you're on a panel with millions of people going to hear your work and see your art and hear that shit, 100% I'm on your ass. I'm researching you. What are you doing to give back? And I'm sure Jeezy gives back, but yeah, I don't hear about the it. The problem is not the music. You don't have a problem with the music. You have a problem with him not giving back and ending the cycle. One thousand percent. That's the issue. That's not what you communicated earlier. Is it what he communicated earlier? Honestly, that's what he communicated earlier. Honestly, that's what he communicated earlier. I'm <laughs> he did when he first introduced this topic. He did mm. not communicate that he was upset with the fact that Jeezy. Did not give back to his community. That was not what sparked this conversation. What sparked this? I sparked said, this, I said. What sparked this conversation on, was, I can't be happy for Jeezy with his son graduating in the photos when his music caused this many deaths. In but it's called it 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 yeah. I expanded on my point. It coincides with part that. of that. Part of the reason why I'm not gonna fucking commend him for his son graduating from high school is because. That nigga. You're gonna he, listen back and realize that you said that. But I, cool, I, can yeah. I, can I, but it coincides all of with it. it. All it of it is with part it. of the same point. I said I expanded it's on the point. It's not part of the same point because yes, it you is. Didn't say that. I just I'm, said it. I'm gonna let you listen back. Anyway, continue. <laughs> you gonna let me listen back? This nigga here. All of it makes sense. All no, of it. It doesn't. It's all, it it all connected. It doesn't initially connect. That's not. It what all it makes does. sense. It all makes sense. No, it doesn't. It all makes sense. No, it doesn't. You're promoting violence in your music. And we're supposed to be happy. You're expressing your experience in your music. Okay, cool. That's what you said. That's not what I said. You're expressing violence in your music. Your son graduates and he doesn't grow up in the hood that you that you grew up in, which is exactly what his parents are supposed to do. Take you out of your environment and give you the best opportunity possible to be successful, which you did. But you're still making content. You just dropped the album at the end of last year. And that album was I was more, like, technically it was right after the battle. Right after the battle, same night, midnight. And a lot of that content, some of it was positive, and a lot of it was more of the same. Now, if you're not that nigga no more, why are you still talking like that? Oh, because he knows that those salacious lyrics, those salacious yeah. lyrics, are gonna promote the same shit. And on top of that, you're not doing anything visibly to me, Wole, to pay it for and give it back 
give and give and pay to pay for it and give back to young men of color, young men, young women of color. You're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So like, you can be as happy as as you fucking want. Niggas can talk about hove all they want. Hove and hove and be then open schools in South Africa. They don't give they don't give millions of dollars to HBCUs. So, so back to this. Your problem is that he hasn't done enough to be able to tell his story because you wouldn't get mad at an author I, for writing a book about their experience. You don't get mad at Sister Soldier for writing about the hood, but you get mad at a rapper for writing about what their experience was because the author is not glorifying none of that bullshit. Ain't going find none of that. What did he say in his speech when he addressed Gucci? I'm still that. I'm, I could be that nigga if I want to, nigga. He's bragging on it. He's being braggadocious. So he's saying at any point, if I feel like flipping the switch, I can flip the switch. So I can still be that nigga. I can still be that hood nigga if I wanted to. And so that's supposed to make us respect the fact that he's both? No, but he's choosing That's why he's to. saying it. He's, cho- he's just choosing not to. I'm, I'm, not, he, here. I'm not here to defend... Jeezy as the like lawyer and I'm on his payroll. I just think it's it's very unfair for us to hold we hold music artists way more accountable than any other artist for their influence 1,000%. because people what people choose to do. One thousand percent. And it's you, you have a responsibility. That, you do that because it's easy. No. Incorrect. I disagree it's with easy. that a thousand percent. It's not easy. You have a platform. You need to watch One Night in Miami. We'll talk about that. Because mm-hmm. there's a scene that directly addresses every fucking thing we're talking about right now with Sam Cooke and Malcolm X. Even though the conversation might be fictitious, but it's exactly what I'm talking about right now. You have a fuck... If you become a famous spoken word artist and you make a poem about suicide, my nigga, you have to be careful on how you tread when you write those lyrics. Mm-hmm. And when you perform that, that fucking poem, you can be held accountable for the response to the people who hear that motherfucker. If you're XX test, if you're triple X and you're writing about how you want to die and all this other shit, if you're Juice World and you're talking about how you want to commit suicide and you fuck around and you commit suicide and you got mad fucking eight, nine, 10, 11 year old TikTok kids listening to you and one of them actually tries it, 1000%. You don't need to go to jail for it, but you need to be called out because your lyrics is what led to that. What's crazy Period. is that, that music is not, not designed for eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve year olds. That's who, so, so so that's somebody else's it listen. That's that, not his that responsibility. Falls, that falls on the parents. But they still put it out there. Nah. Period. That's, bullshit. that's not bullshit. I think that's bullshit. That's real that's shit. Like saying, that's like saying, my nigga, we're canceling comedians for, for for speaking their truths. But I we've talked about this. I don't agree with cancel culture. I don't either. Not to that not if it's on some shit where you're just offended because you wanna be offended. But if I literally go out and say, fuck the Jews, they should all be burned in hell or burned at the stake or some shit, I should be held accountable for that. Why? Because I might have three million people that follow me. Jeezy, if he's like, yo, nigga, I'm sick. Ha, Trapper died, da 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 Trapper Valley, was it? Or, uh, Trapper Valley, what the, nigga, what? That's some Tupac shit that you bring into 2006. I'm the snowman, it's snowing in July, all that. So you got a whole bunch of middle school kids wearing snowman t-shirts. They don't even fucking know what they're wearing. You say that like he sold uh, it directly to middle school students. He, he sold didn't. it. And parents and um everyone's That's on the fucking I parents. Think, that's everybody. I think that's we, everybody. I think we ain't done yet. I think we ain't done yet. What are you talking about, nigga? Cause this is like getting off a little off the top. Oh no, we'll we'll, we'll switch. <laughs> we'll switch. We'll switch. No, but like, if, if a kid is going to a bad public school, you're going to blame the system, right? It's not just Jeezy's fault. It's the system. 
of hip hop, and it's the way that white people who run the music industry want artists like Jeezy to keep pu- pushing out that content. It's Jeezy's fault, and it's the parents' fault, how, and the consumers. It's how, everybody's. You fault. You don't get mad at an R and B singer for talking about sex, even though a ten year old or a nine year old or eight year old might hear it. I get mad at them niggas too, That's, and I get well, I get mad at them. I get mad at them. I get mad at them niggas too. I get mad at the parents who allow their kids to. If I see a five year old girl twerking, I'm mad. I'm just as mad at the artist as I am at the mom and the dad. I have questions, but we'll get ask the question. We'll move on to the next topic because we'll move on. We'll move on. So versus who wins? Who did you got winning? I have a Shanti. Shanti, bang bang. As much as I love Kisha Cole, I'm giving it to a Shanti. See, I'm calling it a tie because I think we all won. Ashanti did a fantastic job. Well, here's the thing. Keisha did a fantastic. They both look great, and uh, I am being visually Keisha, biased. Keisha Cole mm-hmm. was very good, um, very um, <laughs> immature in her approach, Hood. and I didn't like it. Like a brandy, maybe. I would have. <laughs> I would say if you want, I could go down the playlist real quick. First of all, if you're gonna compare Keisha to anybody, you gotta compare it to Monica. Um, That's so what I said. I mean, like a Monica. Brandy. My bad. I apologize. Um, like a Monica. Yeah. Didn't want to be there. Cool. You done? Okay, just making sure you finish. Um, the the way that she presented herself, it was just like you're here. You're make regardless of anything. You're making, you're making money. You 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 get to release your new single. Put all that petty shit aside. But that is that is what we've been taught as a definition of a diva. And when I pointed out. To my friend, what the what the shade actually was that was being thrown? It's like she never heard. Like if you listen to interviews from like people like Whitney Houston and people who are divas like Mariah Carey, you'll understand that the specific excuse me, the specific shade that they throw is is like so specific, but you know it's towards you. Mm-hmm. But they can never make themselves look bad. So specific way that they throw shade. So basically, some of them bitches ain't shit. We knew that. <laughs> Most of these bitches ain't shit. <clears throat> Well, hoes and tricks. This is shit, but All right. Okay, so you say Ashanti, I say Ty, you say Ashanti. Excellent. Um, <laughs> inauguration. We got a new president. Mm. I, I can actually say this nigga. My president name. is what? My lamb's blue. Uh, <laughs> can I? Is it? Mm. <laughs> my Honda's red. He's sleepy as fuck. My Honda's still red and I'm pushing in on half a tank. Anyway, uh, shout out to Sleepy Joe. He got inaugurated on the 19th of this, uh, no, 20, 18th? 19th? I don't fucking remember. He's the president the now. The 20th. Nigga, today is the 20th. Tw- oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it was the 19th. It was the 20th. 20th. Was it Wednesday? It was 20th, bro. 20th. Nigga, shit. Time is fun. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, but shout out to Sleepy Joe and uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, I'm taking points away from Kamala, Kamala for three strikes and for having a white husband. Out the gate. I just had to put that out there. I seen the white husband coming. I seen the three strikes coming. I'm so out I'm here. not surprised. I'm, I'm out I'm here. I'm not surprised. I'm not mad at you. She still wears head wraps and shit, which is cool. She probably smells like cocoa butter, but she's dating a nigga that shops at Brooke Brothers. She smells like Commerce. 
<laughs> Palmer's cocoa butter. Not the real. Not the. Not nah, shit. Not she, Palmer. Not the white version. She couldn't even make not it the fucking shea butter. Not the gentrified cocoa butter up top. That's fucking. Not the gentrified cocoa butter. Yo. So she don't smell like Herbert. No. Nope. <laughs> Herbert's cocoa. Nope. No, it close. No. But nah, she's definitely married to a nigga that shops at Brick Brothers and now, Brooks now, Brothers. Here, and I didn't know here's, that. Here's the thing. Um, all jokes aside, because the first, all the jokes second aside, gentleman. The first female president. Female vice president, excuse me, was a woman of color, half black, half Indian. You cannot. That shit is amazing. That is. No, it's fire. As much as I want to joke, like the three strikes law is what got me with the Palmers. Was what made me align her with the Palmers. Not, not. Well, I got two. Not trying to front. Shout out is for my all my sne- fellow sneakerheads. Shout out to Camilla's nephew. Walking the the Jordan ones Dior Kamala Kamala I'm sorry I'm inebriated what do you want it's called inebriated got braces in you're African yeah, thank you shit it's, it's okay I just want you to be better yo you're the I'm I'm here to get feedback I appreciate you <laughs> Kamala's nephew yes he had the Jordan ones Dior which is a very rare sneaker um it, they're only rare because they they distinctly only released 100 pairs and they have a specific number on the pair so you know it's legitimate or not and shout out mm. to uh, my boy Eddie Griffin, because to this day, Eddie Griffin said the same thing I've been thinking since I saw this one particular female in office, and I seen it at the inauguration. I want to fuck Michelle Obama. You and George Bush. Yo, <laughs> yo, bro. First of all, that's a bad. That's a bad woman. She's bad. Bro. She is bad. She's bad. I don't care, yo. If Barack asked she's... me to cuck her, bro, what? For free. For free. Sit on and my I don't want to exploit. Or objectify <laughs> the former first lady, but she is. That get, is the forever first lady. So for, L- listen, you like Cat Williams said. You know she's supposed like motions, hand conditioning. Yo, oh like, god! Real talk. Oh god! That yo. coat, that belt buckle, bruh. That mask, nigga. I'll buy the mask. It, it, was, it was the flip. That it was the flip. The flip. The mask. Even the the what she had on the color coordination. That like. Like the bro, fucking gloves, like her, the OJ gloves. Oh my god, the complexion. Obama's just, fucking the dog shit. I, shit, man, listen. I, I want to fuck Michelle Obama. Uh, Eddie, Eddie uh, Griffin. I want to fuck Michelle Obama. Uh, uh, Obama. Michelle, this is the best. All robotic. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it is okay. that, this yeah. is. Oh, uh, well, I don't think that's Barack's real voice. I feel like he gets home and be like, bust it. <laughs> yo, no facts. So, yo, bust it challenge, yo. You're fucking stupid. Bruh, like she's and I, she's, I, and I know she's the boss. Yo. I know she's the boss, but he doesn't give a fuck. But this this no, nah, there's a there's a there's a documentary on uh, uh Where is she from? Is she African? Who she's she from the, she's actually I don't know if she was from the DC area initially. She's from DC or the DMV. The DMV area. But like where is her ethnicity? Like where her I don't think I don't they know, did, I don't think they explore that. No, I don't think. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think they. I hate her so much. I, I don't think they explored that. I'm but there's a documentary that um they they explored that uh matter of fact Michelle's shit on uh on Netflix they explored that shit. Yeah, I don't uh, know if they explored. Some side of me is some shit. Yeah, listen, man, I just my god. She fired us out, bro. Yeah. Oh uh, man. Oh, while we're talking about some some international like national news, shout out to Doctor Nicole Alexander Scott. Um, the late great Jorge George something, and my man Sal Montero for being the recipients next week of the Providence Rhode Island um, 
well, Providence, Martin Luther King Jr. Hall of Fame Awards. Those That's are the suck. Providence Martin Luther King Hall of Fame inductees. Dr. Nicole and Alexander Scott is the head doctor. She was raised in the south side of Chicago. Guess how old Michelle Obama is? 48. Okay. I want to say 49. 49. You're a rebel. I like that. Now, <laughs> you're both wrong. She's fucking 57. <laughs> Black girl magic. <laughs> I would tear that fifty-seven year old pussy up. Yeah, facts. Sell my face. Sell my face. I don't care. Oh my Sell god. My face. She's still fine as hell. Bruh. That's one. Health is crazy. First Bruh. black first first lady with a master's degree. I'll never forget first that. First of all, stat. first first I will lady. I'll never forget that. Fact, no, no, no. Bro. Time out. First first lady that's fuckable. First, be- <laughs> so first fuckable first lady. Yes. That's exactly what we should put under Michelle Obama. Bruh, she yo, that she's just gorgeous. I mean, forgive him, he's a Negro. But she's the first, <laughs> he's a Negro. She's the first first lady with a map with a graduate degree, bro. We had forty three first Yeah, but ladies. she's a lawyer. It doesn't matter. She's it's a lawyer, so she has to be a lawyer. There's no bus. No, nah, but I'm saying she. Not, I'm not just Thompson. discrediting that. Thompson. But I'm saying, like, Thompson. But think Thompson. about think about how high that position is. We have 43 white women or <laughs> white men, low key, in that position because we weren't here for slavery time. Some of them, some of them was real strong looking. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Some of, I mean, some of them were 100 patsies, mm-hmm. but we ain't gonna talk about that. We don't have time. But 43. White women as first ladies before we get our first African American one, and she's the only one who went to school for more than fucking four years. For no, for more than sixteen years. Sixteen years. High school, she had to college, go law, law grad degree. Street, yeah, and it was from Harvard. Harvard. Harvard or nothing. <laughs> it was from Harvard, not Harvard, nigga. Harvard. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Both of these, they had the yo. He doesn't get elected if he's not from Harvard. If he's not a Harvard alum. And his wife's not a Harvard alumna. Are you fucking kidding me? Two black babies. I gotta find... Yo, nigga, I gotta find the oldest daughter. I need to... I gotta get her knocked up. Well, Because I'm trying to get a podcast to the international level. I'm trying to be in the briefings and shit. Is it Sasha or Malaya? Who's the oldest? You sound like a male groupie. Um, I, I'm yeah, not a no. I'm saying I'm trying nah, to get one of them is a Howard. Us. Howard University, no? Huh? One of the daughters is in Howard University, no? Maybe. I believe so. I don't know. Um, but here's my thing. How about nothing? All <laughs> right, so we had the first black president, the first black first lady, um, and what we have now. What do you guys see as a benefit of what we have now? If Joe is unfit for duty in like the next three to three years, two, three years, which I think he will be, we have a first black president, nice. female president, and Kamala. So I'm souped and excited about that. He's already appointed more women in his cabinet and on his team than he's ever done. He appointed the first transgender uh, woman who was um, director of uh, health, or some, some health position that's in the White House cabinet. First one ever. Um, he's appointed more women. Our fucking our old whack ass governor, who I knew was just biding her fucking time so she can fly <laughs> to DC like the cunt fucking master that she is. She's on the team as a director of commerce, and I don't know why because she literally destroyed when I was commerce during the pandemic. But that ain't that's none. Of, that's none of my business. None of my business. I that's just, none of I'm my just, fucking. I'm business. just a young, educated can black I, man I, that's informative. Can I, can I, can I, <laughs> um, 
Tell us how you really feel about Yo, fact, I'm just I'm just a young black African American man that's very informative. It's, it is what it is. I was saying that on this pod seven months ago, and I knew exactly what the fuck this bitch was doing. And she did it. She got her job. She got her job. She's in the White House, and she has aspirations to be president with her wrinkly, dusty, raggedy ass. So good for her. Mm. But, um, wrinkly, dusty, dusty raggedy. raggedy ass. Yeah, I read people. This is what I do. Emphasis on the raggedy. Emphasis on the raggedy. He and, said she don't white break. That's mm-hmm. what he said. Mm-hmm. White break. She probably doesn't. She looks like she got. We know from previous uh, listeners who don't understand his distaste for uh, Rhode Island's former governor. Gina um, Ramundo. I'll say her name all day. Miss, miss Cut It Out. Um, yeah. Knock it off. No, no, no. Knock, knock, it, off. knock it off. Knock it off. Knock it off. Knock it off. Thank you. Thank you. So, tease. Where'd the money for them tees go, bitch? You fucking... St- Thief. Um, so, so with with our former governor, Miss Knock It Off herself. Um, if you listen to previous episodes, which you should have, if you if you're here at two o five, one hundred percent should have. You should know exactly why his distaste for Miss Ramundo is so high. Hate that bitch. Hate that bitch. Hate that bitch. All caps. Um, and yeah, so Amanda Gorman. Listen, I was floored. Amanda Gorman, um, I feel like we should play the fucking. We should oh, play the shit. shit. We should play the. We should play the poem. That's five solid minutes. No. We'll play some of it. You play the end of it. That's what you play say. Play the end of it because it was a very important statement that she made at the end. That's okay. Start at um. I'm gonna find it on thing. Three minutes and fifteen seconds, and you get the end of it. Mm-mm-mm. Would you like me to just look for? I thought she was only 15 years old, too. Oh, she's 22. I found that out super late. Fun fact while we search up the video, her earrings and her ring were bought were, by were Oprah, given Oprah by Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Um, and they symbolize the cage bird, who symbolizes what symbolizes Black Maya women. Angelou. Black women. Who was one of her most influential people and mm-hmm. black women, excuse me. I didn't mean that. Black women. Yeah, but I, I I the reference goes straight to Maya Angelou 100%. and black women. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you said go to the last minute? Yeah. Hey, we don't own the rights to this audio, so don't mm-hmm. sue you fucking cops. No, we're just promoting that one out here. All the magic. Move magic. I want to get Stand to the by. point where we can like edit all of this shit and just already have it. I can do that. It's not hard. We'll listen to it in the last two minutes. Let us leave behind a country better than the one we were left with every breath from a bronze pound. She looks like a 15 year old girl. No, I've seen that. I'm watching it. Into a wondrous one. We will rise from the gold limp hills of the West. Person working on the Northeast, where our forefathers first realized revolution. We will rise from the lake rim cities of the Midwestern states. We will rise from the sun baked south. We will rebuild. Reconcile and recover in every known nook of our nation, in every corner called our country. Our people, diverse and beautiful, will emerge battered and beautiful. When day comes, we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid. The new dawn blooms as we free it. 
for there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it if only we're brave enough to be it mm. Bars. How y'all feeling? Mars, man. Man, listen, I listened to that poem and I was like in it. And it's probably because like I write poetry and I perform poetry. And I was just in it. In that moment, nothing else mattered around me. Not the chairs, not all that. I I took what she had envisioned and tried to see it. And what I what I found is like we forget that there's a light inside of us. Mm-hmm. That's called hope. And we had an episode where we spoke about hope. We spoke about, um, you spoke about how unnecessary it was. You spoke about how you don't have no hope, um, how you don't give a fuck. And that, that was a reflection of how you were feeling in the moment. So I won't hold that to you as a person. Um, too willing to get this off. <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> I think that hope is what got us to where we are today. Mm-hmm. We have the first female vice president after having the first, first black, black male president now let me explain to you the the how important this is the first black president can be seen as oh we needed to fill a quarter we had to say we did gave them something you know what i mean the second instance is where the most powerful powerful voice in america which is a white male the most powerful voice in america intentionally chose a black woman to be a second in command. Mm-hmm. That speaks volumes to the world, our worth. It's unfortunate that it has to, but it's much different from what we experienced with Obama. If Obama would have came out with a black woman vice president, him being black, a black um, man, he never would have won. Yeah, he wouldn't even got strategic. to the top of the Democrats. It was strategic. Everything that's happening is strategic, which makes me feel like it's about it's to game. be. It's about to be black people's time. If you think about it, right, we got the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. The last time we seen a pandemic was around 1918, lasted until probably Spanish flu. About yep. 1922 Spanish for the Spanish flu. Yep. However, media wasn't what it is today. Mm-hmm. Right now, people are forced to sit down and fucking listen to what's happening. They're, yeah, for, they're forced to watch. But even with this pandemic, this current pandemic, this was prior to Obama leaving office. He left the plan. For this pandemic. Right. Let me let, let me tell you. I'm sorry, land the plane, that. girl. Land the plane. Land the plane. They weren't as aware of what the black experience was. Mm-hmm. And then we get to situations like the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you're seeing it everywhere. You can ignore it, but can you really? Right? And then you get to the point of today. Mm-hmm. You start to see the riots. You start to see the extremists. Martin Luther King had a great point with that nonviolence. Because guess what? All black people practice nonviolence. We did not go in that building. Mm-hmm. We did not try to fight fight them from doing what they was doing. If you did, you got kicked out. Even nice. though even though we knew what their motives were and how, how much it was against us and our advancement, mm-hmm. we didn't go there. Hmm. And because we didn't go there, they started to see how, how brutal and uncivilized these people who believe in inequality so, so strongly actually are. Mm-hmm. Now we got a white man who's standing at the front saying, black women are enough. That's what subconsciously he said with hiring, um, with having come out choosing, of being a choosing her. Yeah. We, yes. So my thought process is we're in a, in a change, the trajectory of where we're going. Like everything that we've known was right for, for hundreds, literally hundreds of years, mm-hmm. people are realizing is actually right. Mm. And then it creates a, a separation amongst people. 
Because either you know that morally what you've been doing for all this long time is incorrect or you're standing by it. And that creates a divide amongst people who are moral and people who are immoral. Mm -hmm. Who starts to win? Mm -hmm. Because the people who were immoral for segregation, for slavery, for post-slavery, they were in power. Mm -hmm. So it aligned better. Even if it was immoral, it was easier for you to align with those people who were completely immoral for fear that their power would um, have negative effects on you if you were to disagree with that. Right now, we're in, we're in the midst of a shift of power to the people who actually understand how immoral those acts and those acts that continue to happen actually are. Hmm. That's my perspective. So I'm excited. <laughs> Thoughts, Thompson? Um, Thoughts hmm. or a response to anything that Bree just said? Nah, man. She pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, I mean, like, it's, it's very strategic. Uh, it makes sense, mm-hmm. honestly. I mean, and like, uh, you know, with the end of the year wrap up, he said it himself, he was like, yo, like, you know what you was doing when you picked Camilla. Mm-hmm. And that that's an obvious thing. You knew Black Folk was going to. And the fact that Red State once turned blue, than ever, and the history of like voting, it turned blue from what? Mm-hmm. That to me was shocking. Yeah, Georgia, yep. Nah, man, like, it turned blue for easy too, first and, time. But the reason why it turned blue. No, 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 go ahead, boo boo. I didn't tell you the reason why it turned blue mm-hmm. because all the acts of voter suppression were now visible. Oh, yeah. We got a chance to undo that. If Georgia oh, yeah. would have been blue had it not been for the voter suppression. It would have been red. Oh, yeah, facts. Excuse me, it would have been red. Mm-hmm. No, facts. No, it would have been blue had it not been for voter suppression. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, and like it's it's crazy, bro. Like I mean, like I try to I try my best of my ability to follow politics and politicians and like look my and uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Akimbi. <laughs> Why you say that like Bernie Mac? And he's like, <laughs> 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 I'm only saying it. He was teasing <laughs> me. Why you say it like Brady Mac? I'm always saying it because it puts a little flair in this, even though it's a serious subject. Add a little season, a little Yeah, maybe a little, little, little double and then a little Maggie Cube and whatnot. Adobo. <laughs> 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 yeah, Maggie Cube, yo. Maggie Cube is a base of jello fries. Yeah, best believe me. You, see, you know the vibes, I mean. <laughs> But no, man, like, honestly, like, yo, man, like, it's, like I said, I try to be informed as best as I can. I know I haven't been the best with politicians, and I got pushed by my breath as far as, like, you know, just little stuff, the stuff I could control in my own neighborhood and then broaden my horizon about it and just doing my own little independent research. And... Like I said, it's, it's, politics is it's a way of how you convince and who you can pay off. It's one of those things where, like, hey, look, you know what? If you can convince them well enough, they pay you. No, nah, facts, <laughs> which, is, which is crazy. And I hate to say that, but that's what it is nowadays. It's like, yo, who can pay off who? Or who can, like, you know, make certain people happy? And I mean, that's why, like, when you I mentioned our, our soon-be former governor, and I may transition to her, her position right now, you know, a lot of people don't know her husband. It's probably one of the largest distributors or like CEO distributors in, in this Eastern Seaboard. Now, the fact that Rodon distributors had, of 
Marijuana. Marijuana. You got to clarify that. Oh, my apologize. Lost. My apologize. You, my the apologies. people need to know. Now, I mean, she's marijuana. one of the biggest hedge fund people. Yeah. In the and it's like, yo, like, come Which on is now. Why she got the job. That she like, like, yo, come, like, come on now. Uh, like, when we had the vote to make marijuana legal, everybody voted no. But now, this coming up election, everybody you know said why? yes. Because there, there's money in. Um, oh, yeah, of course. There's, there's actually of course. more money. Keep the rich rich. Well, there's yeah. actually more That's money it. in stopping a dispensary mm-hmm. from being open to the public. Because then medical will pay for it. Yeah, which and is we crazy. We all know how the insurance and um, industry works. pharmaceutical industry works. In yeah, the it's, it's crazy, bro. And like, like I said, she she hit the nail on the head, bro. I'm not surprised at what what she addressed. I'm not surprised what's going on. It's just one of those things where it's like, yo, like, what can I do in order to save about water? I mean, and it's like I yes, you have to exercise your 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 vote. And I mean, rather be locally or nationally. But it's one of those things where a lot of people, especially minorities, uh, minorities that are slightly ignorant. I don't want to say ignorant because I don't want to make it seem like they're not they're not knowledgeable of what's going on. Uh, there's there's a lot of minorities that are ignorant. You can say that. And I mean it, that that literally just vote don't vote at all because it's like I fuck it, I I'm gonna do what I need to do even though it's it may impact them in the long run. Or somebody say you know what, I'm gonna vote but I know my vote don't cap don't matter so I'm just gonna vote because whatever my friend tells me to do or I'm gonna vote because I'm well knowledgeable of what's going on. Those are the three categories that we have in this world and it's just like yo it's sad. And I mean all the only thing you can do is worry about yourself and you know try to be better better yourself and all that extra shit. But it's like yo your vote can play a difference. And I mean the fact that a lot of people don't realize this, especially if you live in this neighborhood, uh, in the Washington Park area. And I mean, like, we voted as far as cleaning out the water or the ponds in our area. We voted yes. And we've seen change. We've seen more attraction towards the Wadjumas Zoo, the pond area, a lot of the park area. And because a lot of people have voted yes in our district, and I'm only going to focus on the district versus the national side, we've seen a lot of people, like, put in that effort and clean out the water. I mean, granted, there's still more work that need to be done. Yeah. But the fact that it's actually happened, it's like, nah, you can physically see your your, your votes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can see the pond get yeah, cleaner. You get can see cleaner. the park get cleaner. Yeah. And, and, it's like, and it's like, oh, well, where's my tax going dollars? Well, did you not know? Did you vote about saying yes to clean up the park water and whatnot? Why don't you walk in the park when it's beautiful outside? Word. Some people don't even do it's that. It's a great park. Bruh, it's beautiful. It's, it's great park. beautiful. It's great. And it's like yeah. they've done so much work to it. And it's like, mm-hmm. yo, like they're actually like still weaving around through the Washington Park area. And I'm like, yo, or the Washington Park area, I'm saying the, the, the beauty of it, them cleaning it, them like being maintenance the whole nine. I'm like, bro, like you're talking about what your textile is. Did you not know you voted yes for cleaning up this freaking park? And I get to see it. And you I'm seeing it yeah. frequently. And there's people that's long older than me. That don't even bother to say, hey, let me walk down the street to actually see what, what the hell that I voted for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it sucks. It's the irony. But that's why like, I try I try to be informative to know what's going on, but I try not to get too too involved because I feel like I'm turning to my dad. And like my dad is very big on politicians. I mean, why, why is becoming more like our parents such a fear for us? It's not even a fear for us. Our parents just, have bad habits. Yeah, yeah. and it's like... Then yes, I, then when you say I'm becoming like my parents, it's like... I, 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 I never say that. Say I, say, that. I say that because... Well, I know you're never going to say that. You still have to so address. <laughs> no, I, I, the reason why I say that is because of some of the fact that I'm finding myself saying gestures that my father said to me when I was younger. I'm mm-hmm. saying it. I'm saying it now. 
rather be to. Are you saying just, that a person with more experience on this planet Earth may have more wisdom than you? Have not understand, understandable, but at the same token, I still. Why you I'm come out smelling that good? Yo, yo, yo she went to the bathroom. Smell like came salad. Out smelling like. Yo, facts. Lemon zest, lemon citrus, lemon citrus, citrus, citrus bomb. I'm like, goddamn. Grapefruit, pomegranate. Yeah, like, goddamn. That's all No, I smoked it. That's all that is. That's none of the sunset in that fucking. Yeah. Oh, no, but. Let's ignore her and let you finish the shit. I mean, the reason why, to piggyback for your statement as far as becoming my parent. Reason being is like I I find myself seeing certain statements and viewing my my parents' point of view. Granted, yes, I everybody has their own point of view, but I've I've learned to adapt and I've actually started to emulate my pops way I talk, my mannerisms, and it's like granted my pops will never stir me wrong because that's just as a parent you're not gonna stir your child to the wrong path. You're gonna try to provide them as best as possible. Okay, He's not gonna so. stir you wrong based on what he knows. Yeah, but it's one of those things where like I'm even trying to I'm even sounding like him. Like I'm saying like ah. Did you know? I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Now, <laughs> <laughs> what that was me? Did you know? Did you know? <laughs> like, yo, why you sound mad? What are you talking about? That was, bro. Like, I'm talking about regularly. Did you know that? Uh, uh, I'm like, bro. But I, I never discredit that. And even have a conversation with him in that platform or having that conversation in, uh, in that contents of just politics and even locally, you know, his standpoint and whatnot. And like, it's crazy because him growing up in a third world country. I mean, him growing up in that environment and seeing the politicians, like, granted, a lot of people say that his age was, the, uh, his age bracket, or his generation in particular, when, and West African, i.e. Nigeria, um, he was, uh, it was considered the golden age. And I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. Of Nigeria. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know I didn't that. Know I didn't know when po- when politics really was flourishing was his so age bracket. So that's when you're starting now. Yes, it was really, like, inclining. There wasn't, there wasn't corruption. It was straightforward. It was it was thriving, and then eventually it started to become corrupted. After I came into this world, well, I want to say myself prior to. I want to say my brother's age, so like 80, 80, 81. That's when he started to see the corruption. Mm, when my dad, okay. when my dad was born in like seventy in the seventies, so like seventy. Your dad was born in the seventies. Yeah, he's young. He's like sixty something. He's only sixty one. Your dad was not born in the seventies. And then what? Sixties. Your dad was born 63. What, how old is your dad? Like 61, 62. 62. I'm sorry, my, my math is not really All right, right there. Let's say he's 62. 62. If he's 62, mm-hmm. he was born in the early 60s. Okay, so early 60s. I'll say because so. His, my, my parents were born in 68. Oh, fair enough. And they're 50, enough. 53. But keep keep in mind that six that 68, 70, 70 age bracket or 70 time frame, that's when Nigeria was really prospering as far as politicians, government, okay. the whole nine. It wasn't corrupt. It was very straightforward, the whole nine. And as it got to almost to the close to the 80s, where my brother was born, that's when they started to see the corruption. That's when they Shout out to see. Good Luck Jonathan. Yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> so it was one of those things where, like, that's why that's why I never really understood it as a kid. Because I'm like, yo, all my parents just talk about politics, all this shit. Why do they always talk well, about they politics? They knew how important it was. From there. And I didn't understand that until I had that dialogue with my pops. The more you know. That man, that getting that wisdom, like, oh damn, like, why are you so passionate about politics? Well, let me tell you, son. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, oh okay, cool. And then the comparison of what's going on in the states. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Word, word, so, word. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was like, yo, like, it's, it's, 
weird man like politics man it's just it's, it, it's, it's a, very interesting it's very strategic it's very planned it's very while i left did you say what the inauguration uh what feelings you had towards the inauguration yeah i felt like it was the the, the inauguration itself was you know okay for the most part I wasn't as excited as I was with Obama, but like, you know, it's just like, all right, Orange Hedges out here, and let's see what, you know what I mean, JBZ um, will do. And the fact that it's like, this is, I, I just call him JBZ. JBZ. That nigga's name is Sleepy Joe. <laughs> I He's taking a nap right now. But the fact that his first performance was extending the well, student loan, the it's- whole nine. Ten forty three. I hope he's sleeping. I mean, he's he seventy eight years old. He better be sleeping. So. Yeah, he's, old. he's the old. He's the oldest president. I know. It's fucking crazy. History. Yeah. That shit's crazy. Look at, look, first off, CP Joe is like I don't know many things, but I know one thing: black I'm in bed women. By eight. Black women are worth it. <laughs> Listen, his bad. wife is the first ever. Dr. Jill. First ever. Vice president's wife, president's wife, doesn't matter. She's the only person in history to have her level of education, bro. Crazy, it's bro. 2021. It is 2021. So, like, Tuesday was dope for a multitude of reasons. It reinstalled hope that was not there the last four years. It reignited dim hope. I didn't have dim. Hope. It re- <laughs> I'm talking for me. It reignited dim hope for you. It reinstalled hope Shit. that was once there, and then completely said, "You know what? I'm going off for cigarettes. I'll be back never." For me, <laughs> you, you know called your hope an absentee father. <laughs> yes, not you know what I'm saying milk, milk, milk. <laughs> going off of milk, uh, milk. What, going off of milk. Both. It's, it's two stories. Milk. The nigga, cigarettes and one for milk. The nigga can get both at the corner store. But anyway, so. Uh, you it, don't gotta go it, too far. It reinstalled <laughs> all of those things for a nigga like me who had no hope. Because as long as we have a hate monger as the face of our fucking country, as the symbol of what it means to be American, we were never gonna get a fair shake. And there was nothing. There was, there was nothing but violence to come from that. And so, so, so out of curiosity, can we, can we change the um the movie topic for next week? Yeah, it's only fair. So we're at 136. We'll be done. I'm going to wrap this up in like two minutes. We got time. So I, I have a question for you. Quick, 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 quick little question for you. Yes, who, would question. you like, who would you like to have as your first black female president? Camilla? Michelle Obama. Camilla. This nigga said Camilla. Camilla? I'm sorry. It's Kamala. Her name is Kamala. 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 Um, Michelle doesn't want to do it. <laughs> Michelle doesn't want to she do it. I would love for Michelle to want to do it. And I, I would love, love for her to do Michelle it. Michelle wants to do it. No, nah, she don't want to do it. She don't want to do it. She, she don't, don't want to do it. it. She don't want to do it. And if she wanted to, she would have did it. She yeah. would have been it right now. She would have won yes. right now. I think Facts. there's no. I think there's logic to the way that they're moving right now because, mm-hmm. like I said, the most powerful voice in America is a straight white man. Mm-hmm. If Michelle wanted to run next, no, I'm talking about for now. But if Michelle wanted to run in the next presidential election, she would have the foundation laid by Kamala. And Joe Biden to where? Yeah, but what was the foundation made for Obama? Yeah, there was no foundation for Obama. She yeah, she doesn't. But honestly, that, there wasn't no foundation. But, that, but, but that's he what was laying the foundation is what I'm saying. But so you tell me as a he laid it as soon as he got in. That I, I get what she's saying, and um, thank you. You know, it is what it is, bro. You I get heard her, get her statement. You don't get my statement. <laughs> I got your statement too. God um, damn it, son of a bitch. But um, yeah, man, I'm excited to see what happens. You owe us two stacks. Give us our two stacks. Give me my stimmy. Give Bri her stimmy. 
give Coop his stimmy, and then after that, we can talk, nigga. But I'm happy that there's been a change. You can already see the quietness in the last four days of how, you know, a lot of niggas was like, oh, you should, the fact that uh, that 45 that Trump got fucking, you know, muted on all social media and he got banned shit to worry you. All feels some sort of it's like, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't worry me about my free speech because these companies, they're not, they don't work for the government. These are companies that have platforms that extend to the public. And if you're on their platforms and you're out here he, spitting hate speech, if I fucking do a video right now on Facebook talking about how much I hate the Jews and I want Walt Disney to get unfrozen, niggas is gonna te- they're gonna tear my ass up. They're gonna tear my ass up, and they're gonna ban me, block me, ban me, all that. So the fact that they allowed him as the president, this is why having the title of president is a privilege. They didn't block him until they knew he was on the way out. Hmm. Until the Georgia runoff elections, they didn't ban him. They waited. And then they said, you nigga, you're done on all of this shit. Finally. We had to deal with his bullshit for four. This nigga, this nigga sparked a riot on the Capitol. If that nigga ain't in jail by March 2021, something is wrong. And the white privilege is stronger than we thought it was. And we need Thanos. We need Frieza. <laughs> all the niggas from all them animes who are villains that got mad powers. We need all them niggas to come together and kill this nigga Trump. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Next topic. Hey, Dave Chappelle, you got COVID, nigga. You tested positive. Rest up, my nigga. Love you. <laughs> Sit like that. Rest up, my nigga. Love Rest you. Up, you ain't got no symptoms, so you're going to be okay. You had to yeah. cancel a show or two. You're going to be fine. Yo, rest up like that. Um, like that. Yeah, love you. Matter. You know what I mean? It's, it's all good. Uh, bomb. How to talk to yourself, Bree? This is your topic. Take it away. The the question is, how do you talk to yourself? You talk to other people, right? You talk to get off of your phone, stupid. You talk to other people. I don't care if you're listening. You talk to your phone. You talk to other people about how you want them to perceive you. But how do you speak to yourself? That's my question for you guys. And I'll, I'll go further after you answer my question. I speak to myself like my biggest critic all the time. I question my decisions that I make on a daily basis. I question how I respond to my responses from those decisions or from those conversations that I have on a daily, weekly basis. And I talk to myself like, yo, nigga, you got to get your shit together all the time. Like, I don't think that there's any, there hasn't been a day since I was like 23 years old where I didn't, where I didn't talk to myself like, yo, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I think that's very important in terms of reflection because like I tell y'all on the pod, like I've been telling you on the pod for a long time, because cool, he's new as a permanent cast member, but he's been on the pod enough to know how my mind works. Um, Personal reflection to me is key. And I feel like if you're not thinking daily about every decision that you make and how you interact with people, then you're going to fuck around and be somebody that you don't want to be. And I talk to myself like I am the villain to my own story every single day, every single fucking day. And when I feel like I'm doing way too much and putting way too much evil out there, it's like, yo, nigga, what are we doing? Do we want to make it to the next season or what? You know I'm saying like that's kind of how I carry it, but I don't, I'm not really a villain. I'm more like an antagonist. 
And that's how I look at it. Like, even our disagreement early on the pod, like, that's me being an antagonist. Like, I 100% see your, your point of view, your POV, and be on that side. But I'd rather push because I want black men to do better. I want black women to do better. I want people of color to do better. And I want us to not be satisfied and just, like, congratulate niggas for doing the bare minimum. I'm not about that. I expect greatness out of you. I expect greatness out of cool. Get off your phone, nigga. Get. <laughs> That's what I said. Get. Off your phone, nigga. So. That's where I'm at with it. So, like, yeah, I talk to myself like I could be my own worst enemy because I know I am capable of that. I've held myself back before many times. I've, I've take, I've literally said, you know what, like, you're not worthy of this opportunity. You shouldn't even go for it. And I never tried. I never tried. And there goes opportunity passing me by, and here I am. You know what I mean? Sitting down on the stool, looking like a fool. Hands folded. Bars. It's it's yo. It's it's real shit though. It's I'm real sorry, shit. I'm listening to you. It's just it. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. If it moves you, it moves you. Shit, I ain't mad at you, uh, Brista Soldier. But um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it, man. Like I talk to myself, like I know. Yo, nigga, you know better. I talk to myself like I know better, and I gotta do better all the time. So all the, that's how you talk to yourself all the time. All the time. Every, all the time. Right now, I'm talking to myself like that. Okay. Like, right now, I'm saying, yo, you could have delivered that better, you piece of shit. Like, that's how I talk to myself. Mm, interesting. All the time. Interesting. I have follow-up questions after this. Ooh. How do you talk to yourself? I talk to myself in the third person, to be honest with you. In the third person? Mm-hmm. That I tried was... to, I, um, at first, I used to talk shit about myself. I'm like, I know you could do better, all that shit, trash, blah, blah, blah. Because of the fact that my pride gets the best of me. So when somebody said you can't or you're not capable of, I hate it with a passion. I hate when somebody challenges me in that manner. Mm. And that stems off being the younger sibling in my family because my brother used to do that shit to me all the time. My sister used to do it here and there, but that, she used to be more sympathetic, but more so with my, my brother and my older cousin. Uh, both are the same age, they're eight years apart of me. So like the fact that they was like, oh, you can't do this or you can't do that. I hate, like, I literally turned to MJ, like, I took it personal, and, like, I really focused on that, and that specifically, and then worked towards it. So, mentally-wise, I literally said, like, I right, like, you ain't shit, you ain't gonna be shit, you're not gonna wake up in the morning at this time frame and go to the gym. You know what? I'm gonna take it that personal. So, but I have to hear it for someone else in order for me to get to that point. I.e., for example, to piggyback off, I want to say two and a half weeks. I know Thompson my whole life. This nigga never on time for nothing. He ain't gonna be on time for this shit. Damn. Am I that bad with my time? I took that personal last week, early. You last left week. early too. Let's I left early. I'm not, not gonna discredit. I'm not gonna discredit. You don't want to hold you fully accountable because I care about you and I know that you can But it's like, it's not about leaving. Like, I yes, I understand that last week I left early. It's because I made an obligation to go to someone's residency because I haven't seen them in a minute. That's the reason being. So I already had my mind that I wanted to get there as soon as possible before so like the festivities ended. So that's the reason I left. If not, if they didn't hit me he up. He left there early too. Because I got there late and he left before me. But that's not I left there early because it was, it was demon time. I mean, uh-huh. so. He went to go get vagina. That's nope, demon is. time. I'm just going to leave it as demon hey, listeners, time. Listeners, he went to go get vagina. It was demon was time. God damn it. V- demon he time can mean anything. Wole is uh, Thompson's translator. <laughs> 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 so, 
Demon time was just demon time. I was going to leave it at that. But needless to say, I was like, you know what? Accountability. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it would be it would be excused to some degree when you're a teenager, even when you're early 20s. Maybe now mid-20s. You're about to be 32. But it's one of those things where it's like, hey, bro, like, come on now. Like, we're, we're adults now. You know better than that. You, like, you know right from wrong, but you know when you say you're going to be there at a specific time frame, be there promptly. So I took it upon myself, and I took it personally, and I was like, all right, cool. This dude felt like I can't be there on time. So you know what? I'm going to whatever designated time frame this podcast starts, I will be there. <laughs> and it trickled off for certain stuff. Oh, yeah, I mean, for the gym. You know what I mean? When my bros run in, in the gym. Or for, like, regular, like, you know, regular appointment, rather be dental, medical, whatever it may be. Just to be there prompt. They make you be early to wait 45 minutes. So. Exactly. But needless to say, it's, 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 the, it's the principle. That's all. So, like, for me, like I said, it was a pride thing. Like, a lot of people, those that are very close to me, they know I'm very prideful. So, when you say certain things to, like, really dig at me, I take that personal. Granted, it may be like, oh, you know, I'm just trying to help you out, da 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 But, like, you said something about me, I'm going to take it personal. Like, that's just me. Like, I take very things personal. It's still... I mean, at, not as personal as it was when I was younger, but I take it more personal where it's like, I, I'm going to prove you wrong because I like being the underdog. So if you have doubts in me saying like, you can't do this, you can't do that, I sit back and listen. Boom, this is what I'm going to do. So I try to talk to myself in that manner where it's like, hey, look, you can't get to the gym at six o'clock in the morning. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for three days straight and see how it goes. I was two for one, but I still got there. That I mean? One common thread that I've heard from both of you is that you are your own worst enemy Facts. in the way that you speak to yourself. Is that what motivates you? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I'm like, I'm I want Achilles heel. I am lazy as fuck. <laughs> I'm lazy as fuck. Okay. Now, let me ask you this question. How do you speak about yourself to other people? <laughs> Highly. Um, I want to say highly. I for myself, I would, I would literally say how I, how it is. I, I'll highly, you, highly, highly. I'll tell you, highly. I'll tell you how I am, black and white. Holy, like, holy. Like, yeah, holy. I'm someone to listen to your problems, but at the same token, if you try to count on me, I might not make it on time. I'll be highly, fine this late. Highly, highly, highly. I'll tell you, I'll tell you off for it. But I'll speak highly. I'll try holy, to boost myself holy. up. All right, explain. Highly, nigga. I'm not gonna fucking talk about my flaws to people that are my friends or strangers or whoever. Oh, yo, I'm talking myself up. Yo, shit, I can do this, I can do that, I can't do that. So if you ask me to do it and it's not done correctly, I told you I can't do that shit. So you'd just be disappointing yourself. Like, I'm, I'm talking myself up. I'm never gonna not take the opportunity if someone asks me who I think I am or who I think what I think I'm capable of. I'm not gonna talk myself down. I'm gonna talk myself up. But I will be very clear and explicit on what I cannot do. Mm, okay. To me, to me, talking to me about me, nigga, shit, what the fuck are you doing, nigga? <laughs> you already $200 behind on the 5000 that you want to fucking <laughs> save and invest in your shit. So you got you to gotta invest 200 next week. I'm that way to myself. But to the fucking public, come on, bro. You've been to my shows. Like, the nigga who I am on stage is not the person that I am in real life. I'm playing a character. One of my masters on. One of my masters on right now. The shit that I talk about on this podcast, while some of me might feel that way, a lot of me don't. It's an act. It has to be. Like I said, it's for entertainment. I'm here to make people laugh. I'm here to make people think. 
and I make I'm here to make people come back next week and listen again. Listen to this episode, listen to the next episode. So a lot of this shit is it's balanced, bro. Like Evo sis. It's balanced, sis. Like it's not <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I was looking at Thompson, but I was talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me, let me yeah, yeah. I was looking at you, <laughs> but I was talking to this nigga and you. It's balance, guys. <laughs> it's 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 about all of it. It's about all of it. It's like legit. I will talk to myself the way that I need to because that is what a self-starter does. That's what a self-motivator does. That's somebody who can get up out of bed, motivate themselves to be great, and do that shit without any other person having to validate them or fucking... Turn the fucking, twist the motherfucking shit so they can stop moving. You know what I mean? Like a wind-up toy. Like, I got to be that for myself. I don't need anybody else to do that. So, that's my answer to you. I'm going to kick it towards you because I let Thompson answer the first one. Mm -hmm. You answer the first one first. And then Thompson answered the second one first. Yeah, he answered the third one first. Mm -hmm. How does how you talk about yourself to people and how you speak to yourself impact how you feel that other people speak about you? Um, that's really up for them to say. I mean, my, my, my perspective is that a lot of people who hear me talk about myself or hear me or, or have an opportunity to talk about how I, how I present myself to them is up and down. It's not, there's no linear line. Like it's not a, it's not a, it's not a straight line, a straightforward type of thing. Like, one of the things that happened today was I got into like the, the young person, the person that I don't have that I have issues with, on um, that I have issues with her tone for my job. Mm-hmm. I argued with her today, like she was talking crazy. Her tone was out of this world, very disrespectful, and I called her up and we argued on a Zoom call, team meeting, and she left the call like <laughs> white women do. Because she wasn't trying to hear about herself. It's so aggressive. And so, and so after the fact, I explained why I did what I did. I'm like, yo, you're not gonna keep talking to people on this call and people on this team mm. like we're not all adults. I don't give a fuck if you're ten plus years older than me. Facts. There is a certain way that you must address this team. Facts. Now, if you're frustrated, either one of y'all frustrated on the pod, and you want to talk about it on the pod, there's a tone that I expect you to exercise when you talk about it. You know what I mean? If you come at me on some thug shit, nigga, we're going to fucking move furniture on the podcast. <laughs> well, my thing is, I'd rather not. Like, no, I'd rather no, not, I'm too. But I don't want to but do that. Listen, talking, that's what's mm, happening. Love you. I don't want to do that. That's why tone is important. Fine. When you communicate, you need to, if you're frustrated, I, I'm fine with you being frustrated. Let me know why in a way that I'll listen. If you do it in a way that I don't want to listen and I shut off because you're being accusatory, then we have a problem. And then I might kill you, your kids, and the nigga you're dating. No, 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 I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about her. And so, like, that's... Go ahead. Well, continue your point. No, no, no. Go ahead. What's your question? What's your question? I want to know how you closed out the the conversation and how you felt about... I said, what? I said, listen... Like where, like you need to, you need more patience. You need to exercise more patience. Like I get it. Where you came from before you started working here, you were like used to this being that and that being this. This ain't that. You came from a big company and now in, in a, a big company where you had a huge marketing budget, all that shit. Now you're at a small business, not even a small business. You're at a micro business. This bitch used to sell. Uh, this broad used to sell 
one hundred thousand dollar. We're getting it. <laughs> yeah, one hundred thousand dollars. She used to sell one hundred thousand dollar Formula F one and like NASCAR driving lessons to like the grandkids of Dolly Parton. So she doesn't. That's where she's coming from. She doesn't understand that now with this small business, we're small. There's five employees, nigga. Your last company, there was 47 of those motherfuckers. And you're rubbing shoulders and shaking hands and eating lunch with niggas who are millionaires. We don't have none of that. So the expectations should go down. But because of your white privilege, because of the blinders that you've had on, and the spoils that you've been able to fucking bask in, from be able to say, oh my God, Dolly, both of your grandsons want classes. Okay, that's gonna be two hundred fifty thousand. We don't do that. the The most we'll get out of a contract is twenty five hundred. It's not the same shit. So your expectations need to go down. I know you got shit to respond to, so stop making that she, response. She, she itching, bro. So like, when you when you say, oh, I feel like we say things and we don't follow through. Or, I expected us to do this, and we didn't do it, so I'm annoyed. Like, she throws tantrums like she's in the fucking third grade. (laughs) And you're 40-plus years old. Like, who are you talking to? And my boss, I've already expressed my uh, frustration with my boss. I'm like, and she she said today, like, I just, I can't be the only one that's trying to, like, da-da-da-da. Well, if you would have said that six months ago, I would have been on her ass a long time ago. But what I'm not going to do is have her question our integrity like we took the money from our holiday merch item like we were trying to like rob people of their bread because we did a holiday hoodie and she was like oh what what, what are we doing with the money we said it was gonna do this she didn't even remember what we said we were gonna do with the money and i said no you thought you wanted us to donate it to cancer foundation or whatever and she's like no i'm not well you're making things up i was like i'm not making shit up you wanted us to take the money from the hoodies that was profit and donated to some. That's what you wanted us to do. We've never done that historically, ever. We agreed on something else. But you're saying, what you're saying right now is not what we agreed to do. And so if you're frustrated because we didn't say that and put it out on social media, like, the fuck? There's, that's no reason to talk to four adults like they're your kids. Because I will smack the fucking taste out of your mouth. And then you will you have every reason to call the cops on me. Like, no. Like, why, who are you talking to? My mother doesn't talk to me that way. My father. I will shake coins out of that nigga's pocket. He doesn't talk to me that way. So who are you talking to? So, like, that conversation happened. My boss, she looked relieved because I know this is the type of person that will talk shit right about you behind your back to everybody but you. This is the same person that asked why, oh, why does Wale use black emojis when he responds in, like, the group text? Why does he use black fingers and thumbs ups and stuff like that? And then the only other color person person of color that works at the job who you met last year had to explain to her, why wouldn't he? Yeah, why, why wouldn't he? He's black. Why wouldn't he want to use black emojis? And so you don't even understand. You don't even see the blinders that you have on. You don't even see your white privilege. You don't even see how problematic and systematically racist you are. Stupid. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I cussed her out. We got, into a, we got into an argument. She left the call. I, I, well, like, you're making things up. And you know what? 
I have work to do, so I'm just gonna leave. And she fucking exited out of the Zoom call. Think I'm, I'm, you think I'm gonna cry? No, I'm good. Because I have to, I sent her a voicemail, a, a voice note, and I apologize for being unprofessional and going and arguing with her. I didn't apologize for what I said. I told her, your tone is a problem. You cannot speak to people on this team like you're their boss. You're nobody's boss. You made it to sit like as mad and as frustrated as you are about how things operate here. We're working on it. That's number one. Number two, you made a conscious decision to work for us knowing that it was going to be a learning curve. You did it anyway. Suck it up. Be patient. Exercise that and figure it out. But don't sit there and talk to motherfuckers like you're their mom or their aunt or their grandmother because you will get treated exactly how I feel, like a contemporary, and I will I will smack the taste out of your mouth. And if I don't do it, I got cousins that are my age that will. Like, don't play with me. And I'm sick of it. Like, white people are not doing that to me no more, bro. For, from this, from right now to forever. Yo, two claps. I'm not playing with them. I'm not playing with you. You're going to talk to me and address me as a peer. I don't give a fuck if you're 44 with two twin kids. Fuck your kids. Like, we work here at the same spot. You chose to work here. Nice. I don't care where you came from, okay? You saw Dolly Parton and Reba McIntyre's grandson's, you know, $400,000 NASCAR driving lessons. Okay, what's that got to do with half full? What's that got to do with leadership development, team strategy, team building? Nothing. So adjust, nigga. But can I? Of course that, you can. Well, I'm that story, to... I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> um, I have to say that. It's my first thing to say. Um, <laughs> because when a white woman was put in their place, it's a rare um, occasion. Yo, she left, um, the, she left the meeting, bro. Well, here's, here's the next thing I want to ask. Based on how you talk to yourself and how you want other people to talk to you, how do you think or what is your experience been on how other people speak about you? That was more clarifying the question. Gotcha. I feel like for the most part, a lot of people speak about me in a positive light. But when they talk about my deficiencies, it's one of those things where they might talk from a, from a place where they feel disappointed. And okay. I can't disagree with that necessarily because I know that I'm not living up to my full potential because I don't want to. Because I, I know I could be a Barack. I don't want to. I know... That I could be like a fucking, uh, like a Ta-Nehisi Coates. I choose not to. Want to know why? Because once you're one of those motherfuckers, there's more cameras on you. There's more expectations. Right. And I just don't want to have to deal with all that. That's stress. That's drama. That's burnout. I, I know what all that shit is. So I choose to be in the, I, I'll make it even more local for you. For you. For you and you. But more so, more so for you. I don't want to be Kobe. I never want to be Kobe. Ever. Love him. I love him. That's my guy. That's my OG. Do I want to be him? No. That's why I take it light. That's why I took a break. Fucking the last two and a half months of the the campaign. I don't want niggas following me from the meeting to my house. I don't want niggas hanging on everything that run on social media. I don't want that. I want to live free. When I have to start explaining why I'm being a fucking human... It's a problem, bruh. That is a problem. Okay. 
I have a follow-up question, but I'm going to ask, ask after I get his account. Get his account, and I'm going to pee. Get his account, I'm going to pee, and I'm going to be back. Based on how you speak to yourself and how um, you speak about yourself to others, how what would be your ideal way that people would speak about you? <laughs> how, how do you want people to speak about you? Based on those two things. It's good. They know, I mean, yeah, I'm regret to people say that now. Everybody says like, yo, he's good with what he's doing. He's he's phenomenal. He's a good outset. He knows what he's doing. I'm very detail oriented. And I mean, that's what people speak about me now, and they forever speak about that about me. And I'm um, I'm not mad at it. Do I have my lazy moments? Of course I do, because the simple fact that it's like, unfortunately, I put myself in a predicament prior to my current position. I put myself in situations where I was always capped off, and I've seen the politics in those work environments where if I was shooting for a higher position, it was like you took the littlest things to say, hey, look, you can't get this position because of that. I've seen that. And it's like, wait, wait a minute. Like, I'm more than qualified because I've been here for this tenure or I've took this certain certifications or I took these classes in particular and yet you kept me off. Um, a lot of people would tell me, they was like, yo, this kid got potential. He's very observant. He's very detail-oriented and he can be a great asset, but they, the extra push, they never do. Oh, my fault. <clears throat> the extra push... They never do. <laughs> um, and that's that's what it is. And that's that's how I've always, always been. Um, even currently right now with my position, you know, um, as a discretionary note, I want to say roughly, well, sometime last year, um, they, sometime last year with my supervisor, and well, keep in mind my supervisor is a year older than me, so we're very close in age, uh, told me all this promising note. Oh, um, I got my associate's degree from CCRI. Um, don't really have a college experience, but you know, I work from here and I did here and now this is where I'm in position at Okay, but you're leaving out a great area. How did you get you to your position? Mm-hmm. What did you say to get to your position? Who did you talk to to get into your position? You never explained that even though I asked that verbatim on multiple occasions. You never told me that So at that point you telling me saying, hey, you have mad potential. I see the potential in you but when I come to you saying that, okay, I talked to I talked to X, Y, and Z about this position, and I'm coming to you because you're my supervisor, and I want this position in particular. What do I need to do? And you tell me X, Y, and Z, and I fulfill that by far the, the highest expectations. Then your standard, you're telling me I still need more work to do. So at that point, it's just like like well, I said, you know what I mean, like I'm just gonna you know stay afloat, do the bare minimum, where it's like I don't get in trouble. But at the same token, I don't excel because it's like if you excel, they they all eyes is on you. So and I've learned over time that when it comes down with job positionings, everything's political. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Because mm-hmm. you, know man, and I and I hate that because you could have a PhD in whatever. But at the end of the day, because you have a PhD, all right, cool. All it's telling me on an educational level is that you're able to retain information. That's it. That's it. You're able to retain this information for a certain designated amount of time, and that's it. But as far as the position, because maybe I just don't like you. Maybe you just you just run me the wrong way. I'm not going to give you that position. Mm-hmm. And I hate that because it's like, yo, look, I worked my ass off for whatever amount of years in college or whatever amount of years or amount of time frame for this training. 
and you tell me I'm not qualified because of what? Because this is your cousin's sister-in-law? So you get in that position? Knowing dang well they're underqualified, but you gave it to them because of a relationship. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Thank you. It plays a, it plays a factor, don't get me wrong. Like, having that piece of paper in your back pocket, that's why I always commend people like having a degree. Like, yes, you, you, you've achieved the feat that some people didn't think you're going to achieve. But nowadays, that four-year degree is looked at as a freaking associate, or if not, a high school diploma. That that master's program that you went to, yeah, it looks good. Uh, bachelor's. That PhD, master's, that's it. That's all. Master's with a couple of certifications in between. Because by the end of the day, depending on what your position is, they're going to teach you how you work, how teach you what they want, what you to do. They they're going to train you on that. So I, I, I hate that with a passion, but that's that's where I'm at. That's where my colleagues see me at. Well, excuse me. my in, Yeah, I'll say my colleagues because they're my work colleagues. And even my supervisor. He has great potential, but he just stays at that middle line. And I choose to stay in that middle line because if I exceed, then what? Are you going to give me that position? Are you going to put me off for that position? No. Because you want me to stay in that department because it makes it your number look good. Thank you for sharing. No problem. I think we all really appreciate that. Like, sincerely, thank you for sharing. Appreciate um, One consistency that I've seen within the stories, because I'm trying to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to learn people. Mm-hmm. And one consistency that I've seen within the stories is that you never reach towards your full potential for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You never reach towards your full potential. And what if it was a norm for black men to reach towards their full potential? How much better would this world be? be a better world but it still be a violent one facts. it would be more violent facts more violent 100% yeah, facts. it's not Can meant for us to be great it, it's this world this world is not meant for us to be great man you well, see just because it's something that you've never seen doesn't mean it's nothing that's supposed to be so imagine everybody on this podcast we're all working the, the careers of our lives making the money that we never thought we'd make and we're all making a difference at a high level we're working at a high level. We're making a difference at a high level. We're living in, in fucking grand. I'm waiting for the butt. Yeah. There is no, <laughs> no butt. There is no butt. However. <laughs> you pulled a me on me? Two claps. That was good. You pulled a me However, on me. Although. <laughs> um, you know. The white folk. That are just local. They do everything in their power to make sure that we have as little of an economic impact as possible. And that's why next week when we talk about One Night in Miami, we'll push it back to next week. We're going to talk about huh. it next week. Huh. Raise your hand. What, what's your question? So you won't succeed for fear of how white people will receive it? No, no, no. I will succeed, <laughs> yeah, no, but gosh. I know they're going to no, suppress you. Won't, yeah. You won't reach what you what, what I heard. Yeah. What you heard say, is incorrect. I'm, I'm going to express to you what I heard. Go ahead. What I heard is, I'm not going to be my best self because it's going to be a lot of violence. Because white people are going to be so against it that they're going to be violent if we are our best selves. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Okay, okay, so what I heard... You want to deal with that I, actively, what, what like I on heard, purpose? What I heard is what you want to express. Here's the thing. For fear of what white people will do in response to your success seems absolutely absurd to me. Yeah, because you're not Jim Brown. You're not Sam Cooke. You're not Cassius Hank Clay. Aaron. You're not <laughs> Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay. You're not uh fucking shit. Pick pick Michael Jordan. You're, you're none of those people. You know, 
there's a lot of pressure. Nor are that you. Comes with that. I'm not, and I but I know what they went through because I've mm-hmm. watched enough stories. Yeah, but have, have, enough have they not have they not gone through such difficulties so that they can pave the way for you to go through easier times? Do you think we live in times? They're gonna be. Easy. Do you think that we live in the same time as the struggles that Jim Brown, Muhammad Ali, um. Oh, I can't think of his name right Doesn't now. Doesn't matter. So the answer to your but question is yes. yes. You think we're going through the same exact thing? Yes. yes. Just in a different 100%. format, in different generations. Oh. Yes. There's a reason why Bob Dylan gets 300 million for his masters, and Lil Wayne gets 100 million for his Drakes and Nicki Minaj. Yes. Explain yeah. it to me. Make it make sense. In the time of Sam Cooke, that's the person I was thinking about. Yeah. In times of Sam Cooke, Muhammad Ali, all these people, how much would Lil Wayne have gotten for his masters? Like a hundred thousand. That's not different from what he got today. It's the same exact thing. When you add it up, it's the same thing. It's the same amount of money. Same amount of money. Same amount of money they would have gave Sam Cook. Sam Cook's manager helped him start a label. Helped him, and I just finished watching this. The two killings of Sam Cook, and the second killing was the killing of his economic progress. Facts. Because a white man was so upset that this black singer. Was like had the had the fucking identity, the, the the fucking awareness, and the brain to be like, you know what? I'm gonna sign the Womax. So, <laughs> he signed the Womax, right? He wrote, he had the Womax write a song. Bobby Womack wrote a song. He sold it to the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones sang the song. When Bobby Womack and the Valentino sang the song, the shit went 86 on the on a, on a Billboard Hot 100. When the fucking Rolling Stones sang the same song, it went to one, number one. Number one! He made bank. And because he sold the song to them, the royalties for the Womacks was out of, for the, for the Womacks was out mm-hmm. of this fucking world. Womacks for Valentino's, whatever. And... One of the scenes. Aha. No, no. Yeah, aha. Yeah, aha. And when he decided to start his own label outside of RCA, who we were signed to, fuck RCA, fuck SMG, fuck UMG, you can suck a dick. Once his manager from RCA found out that he wanted to start his own label. Big words are pretty brave, bro. Uh-huh. Shut your dumb ass up. These niggas, his his uh Gary something, his fucking manager, he was like, you know what? We'll start a label. Cool. Blah 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 blah. Sign all of these papers. Thirty fucking pages of paperwork. Sam Cook is under the impression that he's signing the fucking paperwork and he is the sole proprietor of this label. Lo and behold, he he skimmed through everything mm-hmm. like niggas do, like Mace did with like Mace did with Diddy, like TLC did, yeah. like TLC did, like Mace yeah. did with Diddy and Bad Boy, like all of it. But when he got he got sick, he caught the flu. He was bedridden for like three weeks. He had an opportunity to go through the paperwork. He realized his manager stiffed him. He realized that his he was actually working for his manager mm-hmm. and that he owned the record label mm-hmm. and he was a fucking employee. And that was the opposite, the complete opposite of what he wanted to do. So what he planned to do was fire this nigga, call him out on this bullshit, take, reclaim the company, reclaim the fucking record label, and do his own thing. But what happened two days later? He gets lured into a motherfucking hotel room with a white Asian-looking prostitute who takes his pants, throws his pants that has five to $6,000 in cash money in his left pants pocket, out the window to her pimp, and he knocks on the door of the black hotel manager 
forces himself in because he thinks that the bitch who robbed him is in her room and he gets shot to death. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's conspiracy. I'm going to let y'all niggas think and, and fester. Let it fester however you may. But this is, a, this is a situation that really happened. The biggest singer, the most iconic businessman in the music industry who is black in 1962, 1963, 1964, until he fucking perished. This is how he died. In a random hotel in Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Put your hand down. What you want to ask me? Um, was that supposed to strengthen your point of not being successful for what fear for fear of what others would do? One hundred percent. Because mm-hmm. who killed him? The feds. Ah. The feds. Ah. Ah. You say ah. Listen, if. White people, if more white people started listening to Dave white Chappelle. White people. Yeah, white people. If more white people started to listen to Chappelle and his message and started mobilizing because of what he was doing, he'd mysteriously die. Not just mysteriously get COVID. Rest up, Dave Chappelle. You was on this list as well. Rest up, King. Ask your question. Another question. Yeah, I, 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 I will literally would, break your teeth. He <laughs> hey, I will literally break your teeth. Don't talk about that because my dentist is sensitive. Okay. Cut your shit out. Okay. Listen. This girl want to talk about dentists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You want to talk about teeth? <laughs> Period. You want to talk about teeth? T e e f, nigga. You want to talk about teeth? That's what we're doing. First of all, it was seen to be um, a death sentence for a man to learn to read. It was seen to be a death sentence for a man to vote. It was seen to be a death sentence for uh, all. Uh, nope. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. me finish. It was seen to be a death sentence for all of the things that we have achieved as black people. And so what the fuck so, you think only your record I'm not label done. is? I'm not done. Record label? Don't do that. I'm asking I'm not, questions. I'm not done. No. Finish Let me point. finish my statement and then you can ask me some questions. Everything that you do comes with a risk. Uh-huh. You don't know how people are going to receive you. You don't know any of that. But should uh-huh. that stop you from reaching your full potential because of what people may or may not do? No. Heavy on the may or may not. So there's an old folk tale that says if you give a man a gun, he can rob a bank. If you give a man a bank, he can rob the world. Well, that's a fact. So, so if, if, and they don't want black people to own banks. I hear you I on s- that. May I respond? Yes, ma'am. My response is, <laughs> if we take the risk to own banks, how many of us can they kill? You'll be surprised. <laughs> You'll be surprised. You got yo the way the system the way the way the system is worked, and I, it, it sucks because it's like yo. The closest that thing we were ever gonna see is Barack Obama, and even then, to some oh, degree, well, no, Kamala Harris. Yeah, oh, excuse so me, yes, but I'm just saying because there has there's some, there's somebody behind somebody, there's somebody, somebody. somebody. You know what I mean, everybody gotta, everybody gotta plan until they get punched in the face, okay? <laughs> it's a fact, though. It's a fact, <laughs> yo, bro. Hey, yo, shout out to Carmen Maria. You better be so, nice for you tomorrow. I'm t- bro, like, nah, man. I'm s- this, I hate <laughs> the fact that she raised her hand three Yo, times. The, that's her new thing, and yeah. I love it. But I I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, hit, I'm gonna meet her with resistance yo. every time. But I'm it's like, it's the truth, though. Time. Honestly, like, yo, no, there's no fucking way. It, the the system is set up. The system is set up. <laughs> even during, from from slave from slavery up until this point, the system is set up to the point. <laughs> Where the white man is the oppressor, mm-hmm. we are the oppressed. 
Simple as that. Go ahead. Raise your hand. Go ahead. Let me raise your hand one listen, time. Listen, listen. All I want to say. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. I'm so sorry. No, nah, you're good. I'm you're so good. Nah, I'm bra- Every time I go to even think about raising my hand, he smacks it down. <laughs> Yo, rest up, Rick De Chappelle. Last topic of the night. Yo, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah, finish your shit, man. You cannot let fear guide your trajectory in life. You should be as successful as you you can possibly. That's rich coming at, from your podcast. Yeah. Yo, facts. Shut, shut the fuck up and listen, uh, okay? Listen. Mm-hmm. You should not let fear determine your trajectory in life. Mm-hmm. People are gonna do what they're gonna do regardless. Mm. All you have Word control you. of is being your best self. <laughs> Word to me. Mm-hmm. All you have control of is being your best self. Mm. Do I hear a retort? No, <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> I think it took a sip of his drink. Uh, then go ahead, ahead, beloved. I, I would love. I've I've spoken what I feel about the situation. Okay, let's let's hear you. That's. I guess you got nothing. You got nothing. Well, you said it's rich coming from me as though it was very um. Comedic what did you say? Uh, there's no. What did you say? You said you just said something very eloquent. I just wanted to hear it again <laughs> from my from my big old nigga ears. Sometimes they miss things, you know, because black people are kind of ignorant. I, slow. All right, let me let me elaborate from the background yes. of where where I'm coming from. I believe in the potential of black people, black men, and black women. Mm-hmm. And when I think about black men, I think that they've they haven't had the time in our in our in our history to be their best selves mm-hmm. and to speak to black men and talk about how they and talk about how they speak to themselves, how how they speak to others about themselves, and how they expect others to speak to them, and realize that you're not reaching towards your full potential for fear of what other people will do. Mm-hmm. Tells me that black men are just so much more magical than I even imagined that they were. Mm. And I just want to see black men be amazing. Mm. That's where I'm coming from. They are amazing. And the yeah. struggle. Yeah. And I'll I don't disagree so with that. I think that's great. I think and that's I appreciate you, Queen. Like yeah, yeah. Same. 100%. Um, and I want to say that, Queen, you are amazing. Uh, you uplift and speak to us. I appreciate you. You are amazing. And we speak to you, hopefully, in the same book. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> I'll wait for somebody to say something. Yeah, no, most of the time. Somebody. Most of the time. No, no, but like. No, yeah. legit, most of the time. It's, it's actually. Yeah, we give, it, we give it up. We give it up on the pod, bro. We have to. Um. My, I'm, we're going to end with this. We're going to end with this. Dun, dun, dun. The question of I, the night. Bomb. You niggas. Favorite pair of sneakers from high school. You have 45 seconds to think about it. All right, know what You it have is. no excuse. I have the answer. I already got the answer. No, you got the answer. I already got the answer, bro. Favorite pair of sneakers from high school. And why? And how many, how many years did they exist in your life before you had to throw them away? My favorite pair of sneakers were um, the Syracuse University um, Air Force Ones, which were high top, orange and yellow. And mm. I wanted them so bad because orange and yellow are two of my favorite colors. And I wore them until they wore to the ground. I can't tell how you how many much. years. I can't tell you how long they lasted, to be honest. More than two years or I was I was lucky to get like a pair of like decent sneakers and then a couple pairs More of More than two years or less. About two years. Thompson Cooty. Jonas Cement Threes. Why? Jordan Cement 3s because they idolized Jordan the 11 breads, which was the black, red, grayish, and white. Cemented different. Yeah, I mean, uh, personally, wait, cemented? 
I don't know if I pronounced the other correctly. No, I, right no it, it is cement. Okay. They, they're called cement. But I said cements hit different. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Uh, I thought my list was kicking in. That's oh, why. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm going to help you. You sore? I'm absolutely you positive. I'm not going to let that okay. get in the way of what we're doing here. I appreciate you, Queen. You're doing the main thing. <laughs> thing that is fucking weird. I'm telling you, praise be to Allah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let me digress. I apologize. Jordan, I did not start <laughs> You started. He started. Shut the fuck up. You started. You started. You started. You started. Jordan, Jordan, Cement Threes. Uh, my favorite, but high school. That was my favorite pair of sneakers. One, even though it was more of a look. As far as a bulky sneaker, but it was very, it was narrow, so it fits my foot very comfortably, and it was a classic look. To be honest with you, um, before everybody decided to go with fashion industry wise, before everybody decided to go with a narrow look, it was mm. very class, very simple, very elegant. Um, you could kind of throw like a gray hoodie or gray sweatsuit, it didn't make whatever. Your foot look extremely. No, nah, I didn't make it seem the foot extremely long. Nor did it mean it seem like very fat. It just fits your foot very nice. So like, even though. The look of it, it may seem like you have small feet, but in actuality, it's like not. Like I pretty have large feet, unless you have very, very large feet. But those are my favorite sneakers from high school, bro. And like, yeah. uh, I only had it for a year, a year and a half until <laughs> fucking the soul busted. I was mm. like, yeah, so busted them expensive ass sneakers. Well, um, well, one, I was playing ball like an idiot versus switching stupid. into my. To, stupid. I mean, junior year, I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Stupid. Landed on my right foot, so busted. I was like, up oh, there it is, <laughs> Ooh, gone. There it is. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was the red, black, James. No, red, black, and white fours. Oh. Jordan fours. What? Eleventh grade. Here, I, I didn't hit. Can red, <laughs> black, and white. Jordan 4s with a hint of gray on the little... Can you show us an image? FYI, I'm about, to, I'm about to put that as a DJ drop. So when the episode like fully uploads, I'm going to put that as a DJ drop. But like while I say, like, my bang. favorite Jordans, my favorite sneakers... Red, is black, and white Jordan 4s. Fours. Red. He said red, black, black and, and white. white Jordan 4s FYI, with those, a gray stripe. So, so that would be the breads. The those are bread. not breads because those are not threes. No, those are the breads. No, they're not. Bro, you're talking to a sneakerhead. Mm. I'm telling you right are now. Are you really a sneakerhead? No, I am a sneakerhead. Did you be wearing some? I mean, the ones that he has on kind of says sneakerhead. I'm telling you right now. The fours that you're pertaining to us, those are the breads. Am I, am I, am I mistaken? No, those you're right. Correct? Yep, those are I, the ones. I haven't seen that color combination Bruh. in a long time. <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm to tell you right now. This is... this is. These are the fire reds. These are not the... Oh, the fire reds. So predominantly red. No, the white, black, and red can I see with them? white. Yes, sure. you can. As soon as Absolutely. the shit loads up, <laughs> bang bang. Okay, the fire. He's right. Uh, fire. Fire. Uh, right. So, so I, I see that. No, I like my bad. My bad. Because like, he said. Like he those. said. I, my apologies. So these are my. I, I said corrected. So, I apologize. Cool. On air. It's cool, Ken. Play this fuck up. So <laughs> these are my favorite sneakers from high school because I put them on layaway at Foot Locker when I didn't even know Foot Locker had a layaway. I think I put 95 down on these motherfuckers, and then I put the other 65 down on them to take them home, like, two weeks later, and I had them for, like, four years. Um, was able to match them with anything red, black, and white, and I loved it. I bought 
regular ass shirts from Continentals. Yo, shout out to Continentals. Right, y'all, man. Shout out to Continentals in New York, New York, downtown Prive. I was able to buy Double so clutch. many fucking shirts, polos that were two, three X. Regular shit that matched with these yeah, shoes. Matching the times. Man, uh, it was a good time. But those were my favorite sneakers because I could literally match them with any fucking color. Red, black, and white are my favorite colors, period. And gray yeah. is literally my secondary. So to be able to rock these with whatever I fucking threw on was incredible. And they're just a great looking that's a, sneaker. That's a really nice sneaker. It's a great sneaker. Like this, you know, the breakthroughs that Tom's was talking about, they look great. They look good. It's predominantly black. So take the white and it's black. That's all. That's why I said about and and the, and they're good. The cement says you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. I can see it in my head. Yeah, bro, I'm telling yo. I mean, like this is bad. Like I blame my own. Let me see if I can find those those Syracuse University. Air Force. Oh, question for you, King. What size you was in them? I'm a twelve, bro. I was a twelve back then, and that's why I appreciated it because those Jordans were still a buck. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on record, and I'm gonna say this because I'm not inebriated. I'm gonna get that for your birthday, bro. You're gonna get those for me yep. for my birthday. On the record, on the wax. Yeah, yeah. to it, bro. This nigga got money. <laughs> he gonna buy me some hundred fifty dollars. Nah, it's just with the sneaker world is very easy, and honestly, it's just trading some shit. You don't have to really spend money. Like, so I got some kicks that I haven't. So touched. you're gonna get it for like twenty dollars. So I'm gonna I get guess. you whatever you want. I'm gonna get you them bread threes, nigga. If that's what we doing, if that's what we doing. Now, I already got the threes. It's just one is it has a Jordan logo on it. The newest one I got is the one with the. I'll get you something that matches the motherfucker. <laughs> I'll get, get you a hoodie or something. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you them shits. It's not hard. I'm gonna get you them shits. I don't care. I don't care. But if you give me a gift, you're my brother. I love you. And I'm gonna Size twelve. It. Size twelve. One thousand percent. Um, you and me, we have the last topic of the night because we're at two hours and twenty seven minutes. Conference Ooh. champions. Conference uh, NFL conference <laughs> championship. Picks. Oh. Who do you got? Bucks or Packers? So between the Bucks, between the Packers. Who you got? I'm gonna go with Tom Brady. I'm going so you're going with the Bucks. How many points? What's the score? I would honestly say they'll probably win by a touchdown. What's the score? If I were to guess, guess to make the 27 20? Nah, I think it's gonna be higher than that. I think it's gonna be like 34 fucking 28. I say 34 28. Because that's over 50. Over 52. Well, 52 and a half. That's yeah, and it gives you a spread. I'll say like 55. Well, no. For them, I'll say like 30, 36 to like 20, 22. 36, 22. You think you're going to win by two touchdowns? Yeah. That's bold, nigga. Okay. And, yo, one thing. It's Brady, bro. Like, this motherfucker don't There's miss. There's Antonio. And the, and the Antonio's heat. out. Antonio's out, but they don't need Antonio. They, they don't. They don't. They don't. Need they don't. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, uh, Cameron Bray, Bruh, all them niggas. Yeah, this yeah. motherfucker don't miss in the heat of battle. He no, don't miss. he's winning, bro. I have to send you bread because we're making money on Sunday. But that's and we're gonna after after both of the games are done, we're gonna drive to Twin and we're gonna collect our bread because unlike the fucking feds. We're getting our money the day that Immediately we want to. Immediately when I went that um, shit. But so, Bong, so you picked the Bucks over the Packers. Yes, sir. Bills or the Chiefs? That is going to be a close game. Um, granted, Who wins? Granted Who takes they, on the bacon? They, um, they, <laughs> I hate you. Uh, granted, they gave Pat Mahomes a clear to play for Sunday. I think Pat Mahomes is... This is what is going to exemplify his 
not this year, but the year before his MVP season. I think this boy's going to solidify him as one of the top tier QBs. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a low margin game, and I think it's going to be like probably like 38 to probably like 19. 38 to 19? 38 to 19. In favor of the Chiefs. In favor of the Chiefs. I think yeah, the Chiefs. Nigga, I think 20, the Chiefs. That's 19 points. I think but the thing is with the Chiefs is more so because I think Pat Mahomes is going to come in here very aggressive off rip. And I think he's going to hit his targets. Granted, Buffalo's defense has I think he's going to get exposed, bro. That's why I need bread. Like, I'm going to. There's people that owe me money that I'm hitting up tomorrow. And I'm like, yo. I need the ten you on me. I need the fifteen you on me. I need the You ain't the only ones about to collect tomorrow. Because <laughs> on Sunday when we when we go to the when we go to the Nino you know, nigga, I'm placing a bet for both. I'm gonna do the complete opposite bet. I'm gonna do the money line for uh, the Bucks. Actually, I'm not even gonna do it. I'm gonna do the money line for the Chiefs. Don't tell everybody your secrets. Nah, it's, no, like, it's not about secrets. They do it. If everybody, they do it, everybody, if they, does, if they everybody listen tomorrow it. and do it, they do it. That's not But, like, I'm going to do the money line for the fucking Packers game. And for all the favorites, I'm going to do the money line. For the, for, the, for the fucking underdogs, I'm doing the complete opposite. Whatever's going to make me the most money, I'm doing that shit. And I'm going to throw two NBA games in there because I just need to. Because <laughs> right. it's more bread. But, yo, no way. I was initially going to do one bet, but I think I'm going to do two bets because Got I, do, I do know somebody that owes me a little chunk change. You know what I mean? I'm not going to expose them because, yeah, that's, that's big, bro. But, you know what I mean? I'm going to take that chunk change and put it together and see what's up. But, like, I'm at least trying to, I'm personally trying to win, like, at least two stacks, if not more. Nigga, bro, the fact that I could have won $3,000 last weekend off of betting the football games and the basketball, oh, all of the basketball games bro. in the bank. I Sunday I, the Lakers are playing. I'm betting on them. Okay. They're not losing. I'm betting on the fucking Clippers. But if you they have lose, to look at the schedule, bro. That's no, I am. Uh, no, no, no. One thousand percent, I will. But like, I'm going to do that. Um, I was close to one of my bets. If if Baltimore would have won, I would. If won Baltimore won, you and Shab would have been up. I would have bought twenty dollars from each of you niggas. I was But you know, Bills played a better game. I was dead on with everything. I said it was going to be under, which it was. The previous game with Lamar the Jackson doesn't get hurt. They win their game. Yeah, but like Lamar Jackson was it? He was He got a concussion. Game. Yeah, he got hit. Way too hard. Um, but anyway, uh, this is episode two hundred and motherfucking five of the pregame podcast. Five. My name is yeah two oh five. I'm Ole. Um, uh, signing off. I'm here with Bree Bree and Mister Incredible, aka Bristol Soldier, aka DJ. Incredible. So uh we love y'all, we appreciate y'all. Like Ruby says, tell a friend to tell a friend. This is gonna be on all streaming platforms, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. You gotta let me do it. You have to tell a friend to tell a friend to mm. tell their mother. Yeah. So everybody hears about the Because your mama podcast. fine too. Your your mama about to tell everybody. Mm. Cause she fine. Hey, let it be. And she love Brie. <laughs> And that's and that's just what it is. But we'll be back next week for episode two or six. We appreciate y'all, man. Stay black and of course peace. And we cannot forget ever, ever, ever the hair grease. Holler.